What's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Terror Table, a horror movie podcast presented by the Saskatchewan Podcast Network. My name is Mitch, and I am one of your regular hosts that you hear every single week. And this episode, I am joined with my other co-hosts, Full Gang's here, Kyle and Boozy are back, all three of us are at the table to talk about the unfriended films. So we talk about the original Unfriended from 2014 and then Unfriended Dark Web. But before I let this episode roll, I just want to address some things that I've been meaning to talk about on the show for a bit. If you haven't noticed, we haven't released an episode in close to four weeks. Uh, the last episode we released was with Dean Kundi, which was absolutely surreal and unbelievable for all, all of us at the terror table here. It was so cool talking to someone who has had his hand in so many legendary films and has played a role in bringing some of the most memorable moments of our cinema upbringing to life. Uh, so that was incredible, and I really hope you guys enjoyed that. If you follow us on any social media platforms, you will have seen that we have been extremely busy over the last couple of weeks, and our show has uh, kind of suffered a little bit because of it. But I just want everyone to know, and I want to put this idea to rest, that the terror table is not going anywhere. Uh, if anything, over the next few months here, while we go through some changes, the show might slow down a little bit, but the show itself, we have no intentions of stopping the show. And the reason I'm mentioning that is if you follow us on any social media platforms, you'll have seen that I am gearing up to create and shoot my very first short film with a bunch of my friends. I co-wrote a script called The Druid's Hand with my friend Jesse Sawitzki. He goes by Jambi. We talk about him all the time on the show here. He thought American Vandal was real, but whatever. Uh, and Tara Oliver Wyman, my sister, who's been on the show many, many times, she's our first AD on the film and has been such a huge, huge help in scheduling and bringing this whole project together. If you want to learn more about the project, just uh, search up, go to the Kickstarter page and search for The Druid's Hand, and there you'll find our pitch video and you'll find our whole merch line that we designed or had designed by our friend Sebastario, who did the Terror Table logo. He created some really awesome merch so that we can offer backers something in return, something substantial right away for contributing any of their funds. Uh, because it was very important to us to not just seem like we're holding our hands out and asking for money. But we reached our initial goal of $9,000 within 30 hours of launching, and that was just absolutely surreal. Made no sense. We're still kind of wrapping our heads around it. it it's just mind-blowing to know that we have so many supportive people behind us. And just by seeing people show up within the first 30 hours, they just proved that people believe in us, and they believe in me, and they believe in what we want to do. And we truly do think that we're going to create something really special for our province here and to represent the incredible talent that we have here that doesn't get to do this kind of stuff very often. If, if anything, our, our film industry, it's like nearly extinct in Saskatoon here. We have people who, you know, do TV commercials or ads or co like uh, corporate stuff, weddings and the occasional music video, but... It's very, very rare that people get the chance to work on a balls-to-the-wall horror short, which is uh, what I promise. I, I promise this thing, 
we have written it in a way and planned that uh, it's going to be insane. It's going to be a really crazy little short film that I'm already so proud of. So I can't wait to show you guys more. If you want to support us or learn more about the project, you can just go to kickstarter.com, look up The Druid's Hand. There you'll find our campaign video, all of our merch, and the really cool perks that we've lined up for this thing. But uh, yeah, I'm going to stop. I'm just going to stop now and just let the episode roll here. But I just wanted to thank everyone personally for... Thank you for all the people listening right now who either shared the campaign page or contributed some of their own money or just told some people who might have been interested in this about it. Like, I I can't, I can't thank you enough. Uh, This is, it's really emotional for me to record this, so I'm going to shut the fuck up and uh, let the episode roll, but there's going to be a lot more updates coming in the near future. We have 12 days left on the campaign. All of the money that we make from here to the end of the campaign actually helps so much because that's going to be that's going to allow us to boost the the practical effects budget boost the production value just in general uh be able to maybe bring another couple of hands on set and uh it's just it's all shaping up to be something really really amazing and these things cost a lot of money so uh it means a lot that people are willing to help us out So yeah, follow The Druid's Hand on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Druid's Hand, and keep up to date with all the really fun and exciting things that we have planned for this. We're going to be offering tons of updates, and once again, thank you. And uh, we're going to hear a word from this week's sponsors, and then we're going to let you guys hear our episode about the Unfriended films. Uh, Thanks so much for listening, and enjoy this week's episode of The Terror Table. The Saskatchewan Podcast Network is supported by Conexus. Savings, checkings, GIC, budget, RESP, RRSP, TFSA, mutual funds, credit score, emergency funds, variable versus fixed rates, compound interest, retirement. The list goes on and on. It's time to make sense of it all. At Conexus Credit Union, they want to help. Financial literacy is a critical life skill, giving you the knowledge and confidence to make smart, responsible decisions about your money. Visit ConnexusMoneyTalk.ca to find expert advice, tips, and solutions for all life stages and events, and increase your financial literacy knowledge and confidence today. Hey, everybody. This voice you are hearing is Mitch, and I am one of your regular hosts at the Terror Table. And this week, got a full table. Got a full Skype chat. Who's here? Um, I think my window's open, but it's it's glitching. What the? F- oh, it's Kyle. Boozy, are you there? Uh, yeah. Uh, I just can I get like a large dog, and I just want you to also torture Mitch a little bit. Um. Oh, wait, that's your request for the. Yeah, dog that's rap? sorry. That's my that's my order. I was trying to change my voice by talking really slow. Yeah, you lost me. I have no idea yeah. what you're talking about. But that's it's weird because I want a large is... dog and I want you to torture Mitch. Yeah. Huh. Well, this okay. is the this is the first episode that we're doing where it like fits the conversation to talk about Kyle's fetish of buying used underwear online. Right. Oh, this does make sense now. That's yeah. A good point. So we can Before bring it up. All all the other times it almost came up, but now now it makes sense. That's yeah, cool. we were kind of wanted to do like a, a double whammy because we're really big into tying into the main feature. So we figured mm-hmm. your crippling addiction could be lasted into a main feature somehow plus it just plus, happened that it's not i have underwear yeah. of course yeah plus i have seen you shit yourself on camera before yeah <laughs> <laughs>
okay, I can was... also corroborate that story for which there's no evidence, so Kyle can't say no. The funniest part about it is I'm the one who shit myself. Remember the story where I uh, oh I projectile God. pooped when I went to Cal Tire? That's right. I told that during the Nightmare series. Uh, go back and listen to our Nightmare on Elm Street retrospective series. <clears throat> I think that was like four or five episodes, but that was fun. I that was about, so much fun. I would yeah, love to almost, do that again and also bring back you talking about yourself shitting yourself. Yeah. Well, I think series is just a fever dream to me now. I can't even really... I don't remember a single word I said during that series. You're just probably. still triggered from fucking Freddy's Revenge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> and, probably. And me That's and Boozy are on the right side of history. Loving that film. True. Never. Same yeah. with um. What you was gotta it pat yourself then? on the back all you want, Mitch. It's fine. Keep, it's <laughs> there were some good lo- movies in there. You liked you liked uh, the fifth one, one, Dream Child. Yeah. You. Oh, I like say that. What's the kid one? <laughs> yeah, Dream Child. Yeah, that one's great. Dream Child is that one fucks for sure. And you did not like that one. It's one of my least favorite. But the thing yeah. is, I I kind of like like I like that whole franchise, even the warts and all, aside from the remake. Like I, I think that was that oh, was like a lot the of one. The that was a lot of fun doing that. We should do that with another series, just so I can fill in all the blanks of these like movies I've never seen. But I mean, I how many more series do we have that like? I thought of oh, a good one the other day. This so is probably many. off. This is probably off the <laughs> off the pod talk, but. I think we have to do Final Destination at some point. Yeah, I do. I've been kind of oh, itching so. to want to do that franchise too. So I'm yeah. I'm totally down. I think yeah, that has do, to happen. I think the only franchises we've done have been Jaws, which the episodes deleted, uh, Alien episodes deleted, mm-hmm. and we have the Nightmare one. Oh, and then Halloween. Me and you did Halloween. Those are yep. still up. Yeah. Uh, ginger Snaps. We did all the Ginger Snaps movies. That's true. That's yeah. Three. Uh, Our, are we yeah. going to rewatch all the Halloween movies before Kills? Let's start off with that. Like the Halloween Kills trailer came out. Let's guys, let's do this a little old school. Let's kind of just uh, let's lay back and have some fun at the terror table. You know, let's, yeah, I'm, we'll, yeah. I'm tired of not having fun. Let's yeah, have fun. exactly. The well, heat too. this heat's kind of getting to me. I'm a little like I'm more wavy than normal. You know, <laughs> is the whole country's in a heat wave, right? I think I think yeah. the, the like record world is kind of <laughs> yeah. I know Vancouver has it the worst. Like yes. I know, like I feel bad for Jason and Nick. They're like, they've slowly been... plunging into the sun. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so we've been in the middle of heat wave, uh, trying to stay cool. But we are talking about the unfriended movies today. This is huge. Not really, but I always like to say it's huge. <laughs> but, you know, this is massive. Really, this isn't that big. Like we, Dean Cundy was pretty big, but this, yeah, we fuck, had yeah, fuck all that shit. We got unfriended one and two on deck. Well, the funniest part is this episode. It's I'm sorry, boys. Like I've been fucking up so bad because the film has taken up all of my time, and I have two episodes. I'm sitting on two episodes. I have one with me, Jesse, and Mitch, and then uh, one with me, Boozy, and Seb talking about Pumpkinhead. Oh, so man. this this one's not going to be out for another two weeks, but maybe I'll double up one week so we can catch up because I, I, I miss people would today. love that. Yeah, yeah I would. That I, might be a good idea. Also, like the two episodes that I've been sitting on for a month, I have reviews of Spiral and uh, A Quiet Place too, like the two newest. Yeah. <laughs> so no one has even heard those and they've been out for a month and a half by now. Um, but yeah, no, like we back in the day, we used to talk about movie trailers. We would do boozies, newsies. Um, where oh, Kyle yeah. would forget the tagline every single week. Uh, I never knew it, to be fair. Let's do it <laughs> Boozy, for let's talk about news. <laughs> let's do it for some <laughs> old, old, old time old time sake. Boozy, can you hit us with the motherfucking newsies? Yeah. 
Yeah, welcome to news. Um, so, Kyle, tell us all about the Halloween Kills trailer. I'm assuming you watched all three minutes of it. Um, I saw the thumbnail on Twitter. Seemed interesting. Right. Um, you know, I'm just excited for, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis. I feel like this is their chance. This is their time. I think it's Curtis Hour. It's, yeah. a, it's, well, it's a all Curtis been downhill. Hour. all been downhill since Freaky Friday. Honestly, it really has been. Yeah, and, that um, new wet behind the ears actress, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, hot, yeah. hot on up the and block. comer. Yeah, up and Huge. comer. Honestly, well. shout out Activia. Shout out, um, dude. This is fucking hilarious. I really <laughs> hope you at least have other movies than Unfriended to talk about. You haven't been on the show in two months, <laughs> um, and you haven't even watched the Halloween cr- Kills trailer. This is well, the event of the thing, year. That's not his thing. Yeah, see? but what, what is Kyle's thing besides used underwear on the internet? <laughs> well, that's run. Yeah, let's I just, run with I just that. Want to say though, like Mitch, let's talk about Halloween Kills. You let's... share your thoughts first. Okay, so did you know the trailer got leaked, and that's why they had to throw it up early, or is that all just was that all just planned anyway? No, I found that out from the tweet from Jason Blum, which I sent to you, and it's like I told you too. I was like, this is not a fucking drill. The the, the trailer is going up yeah, in half an hour. That is so wild. And it's it's especially because they pushed the whole the movie back a whole fucking year, but be, yeah. because they didn't want to release it to us while we were all locked inside. So it's yeah. it's kind of wild that the trailer gets leaked and they just immediately like that. They must have a lot put into this. Do you know what I mean? That they well, it they, was it was done a year ago. So I bet yeah. you they recut. They for sure recut the trailer though to get like I know the main thing that I seem to be hearing uh, from everyone, even you and I talked about it. And I got over it pretty quick, but even I had mentioned that's like, yeah, they they show they show a lot, but keep they, in mind that movie that trailer is two two minutes long. The movie is going to be close to two hours, um, but there's a bunch of trailers. What was the one recently? I, I think this this movie shows a lot more instead of it being like up into the point of him killing somebody, so you can get that implication of uh, oh, did Michael do that? No, this this trailer, you literally you get a confirmed kill every yeah. ten seconds in this. So they've decided that Michael Myers is Jason Voorhees now, and I'm here for it. Uh, I've like I've talked numerous times on the show about how I've kind of soured on 2018. I don't hate it. I don't love it, though. It, I, it's not even in my probably three or four top five favorite sequels from the franchise. Um, but it, it's not like it was terrible. But uh, this one, like regardless, even if that one was a piece of shit, I will always be excited for a new Halloween, even if Rob Zombie's doing it. I will be excited for it, uh, but this one. I don't know if I go that far. Like, yeah, I don't know. This this one, uh, I don't know. I'm in. I'm in for it, man. I, it looks like they're swinging at the fences here, and uh, they're throwing everything they have and making Michael just a brutal, brutal killer. It, it's uh, very interesting that they're adding to like the lore of him, even when they're talking about like him kind of killing makes him stronger basically. yeah but that's you know that's the same david gordon green blumhouse no, fucking bullshit no i'm sorry I, let me I know. i'm it's gonna just, pop it's, off it's here it's very for a interesting that they're adding that in the trailer directly because it, it's like what are you guys pushing our brains towards yeah well it's because uh all those ideas and the i know we've talked about so many times at this point but it's it, it makes a point in this conversation is the whole David Gordon Green and uh, Danny McBride saying that, and Jason Blum saying they're not going to put a new Halloween movie out unless they have a the perfect thing, and they're going to retcon all the sequels. And then in the the movie comes out, it's the same fucking movie. All the uh, little Easter eggs from every single sequel. They do not even Easter eggs. They replicate scenes <laughs> from from the sequels that they don't want to do. 
And then now they're like saying, because the whole pitch was they wanted to get rid of the whole subplot of Laurie being Michael's sister, like uh, being them being related. So let's throw in this idea. This is like a cult of Thorn thing, man. <laughs> it's like the more he kills, the more powerful he becomes. But at the same time, I, if I want to, I want to see Michael just go ballistic and destroy people. Like I, I, I don't care about the story of Halloween anymore. <laughs> like if the, the 2018 one proved to me that I do not need to care about the story. I just want to go and see some cool kills. I think at this point, yeah, any franchise would suffer from the the convolution. And yeah, like we talked about when we but did our series over. about this. I know they started over, and right away they led back right into convolution. Yeah. But uh, I'm super sold on this. It, it looks great. I think they give Michael some extra... It is very basic of a wet dream of what we wanted from Michael, which, yes, we did get in Rob Zombie's uh, Halloweens, but, you know, obviously we don't like those movies. So I think this will be a, a lot more exciting version of Michael for us. So I just watched the trailer here live <laughs> on the show. Um, did you have your headphones in? Were you not listening to us? Oh, I listen. I just no audio on the trailer. I got enough, I think, oh from my it. God. Yeah, you're um, you're like do 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 do. You're kind of playing the the song in your head a little bit. Like well, I'm kind of thinking like first off, shout out Judy Greer, huge fan. Right. Um, have you not seen 2018 either? Because she's I in that one. Of, I haven't seen okay. 2018, but I gotta be honest. Like I wasn't really sure. Like what you were saying, Boozy. Like you're saying like okay, well they're packing some kind of heat because they waited on this. Like they probably they mm-hmm. didn't have to, right? Uh, so I was curious what your thoughts on the trailer were. And if you're like generally impressed, because you're kind of my Halloween gauge. Not that you're not Mitch, but you know, Boozy, you're like a stand. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I was like, be careful. You're going to start an argument between us that we didn't even mean to get into. Well, I just feel like, I feel like Mitch, you're more Tread critical. lightly of, here. Mitch is critical of, more critical of the Halloween series, where I think Boozy, uh, you got a... I you, gave Boozy the Halloween series. <laughs> but you, you seem to... Uh, I, you no, know, I, I, I agree that I think, Mitch, you are harder on it than I am. You appreciate the things that I think yeah. Mitch would be critical of. That's what I'm trying to uh, say. Yeah, there it's because the first one... Yeah, yeah, I definitely... But that's what's funny, though, plus, too, is even... Plus, I like love 2018, H-O. I'm not as hard on. No. No, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I just like the franchise. Like, I like most right. of them. I think I don't like Five and the Rob Zombie ones, and that's... Oh, and Resurrection. Well, well, yes. well yeah, I was yeah. going to say, like, hold on. Yeah, minute. Resurrection, definitely... Definitely Kyle, not. so you saw a lot of killing in there. Does it Lots. does that seem like a lot for a trailer about <laughs> yeah, a man who's supposed to be like a shape, a shadow, a spooky? This this is a lot going on for a trailer. But like what you said, Mitch, like it's it's a it's a feature. So I mean, whatever. What's that really supposed to mean from a trailer? But there is a lot going on here. So I hope this isn't all the kills. You know, no. Like, Plus, it, we got to keep in mind that the movie picks up right as the first ends off. So. We've gotten all the exposition out of the way mm. and all yeah. the, you know, people, Michael and Lori facing off again for the first time in what, 20, the 40 years, sorry, 50 years, uh, well, 20 years. Yeah, um, that's, that's interesting. You know, I don't, I don't know. I think because was the last one, was that a soft reboot? What kind of reboot was that? Or is it like a sequel? A se- sequel to the original. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Allegedly. I, I guess I would consider that to be kind of in, in its own way, like a, a not a rebooting, but a, it is. Re, That's a reshaping. Restart. Yeah, because they're, they're adding okay. three more. And they've always had the plan of adding three more to it. So I guess that would be like a. Oh, and that's been re- planned. OK, you know what? Actually, just talking about this now, I'm kind of excited <laughs> because I feel like the last film came out, especially during a time where we were just showing the same thing over and over again. Like, I haven't seen this movie, but from when you guys are talking about mm-hmm. it, it seems like a little bit derivative from what we've seen in a Halloween film already, right? Would would that be correct? 
Right, I'd say so. And and I think Mitch made a very good point though, is that they they got all the you know all of the dialogue and all your story out of the way in the first one. So this is very much like that would be our uh, fellowship of the rings, and we're about to get like you know what I'm kind of excited about this thing because then maybe this is a bit like uh, this is a bit like balls to the wall. I'm hoping that's what this is. Oh, totally. This is Halloween on. It's literally called kills. Yeah, right. It's Halloween like. Fuck you up. That's the that's what it is. Okay. I love how everyone's losing their mind over the silver shamrock masks. And it's like those were in the first one as well. <laughs> that was in 2018 yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, but they're so here like, again. Yeah. But remember? But remember. <laughs> I, I know I and Mitch, I, I understand that I think that like if they didn't put that stuff in though, there would always Oh, be... I'm I, I like it. Like I, no, I, I, of I know, course but think it, it looks cool, but Seeing everyone there so is, shocked. There's that thing of every... That, well, there's also that other thing of everyone like, oh, of course, they got the, the disc mask or whatever. It's like, well, yeah, what other movie are they going to throw it in there? It'll be as fun. Like, you yeah. know, anyone... Oh, that doesn't bother... It. Yeah, that doesn't bother me at all. I, I like that homage, especially because the third one is such an oddball movie compared to all the others. Like, it's kind of perfect that they throw it in. I kind of hope they bring in the Halloween 4 mask at one point. Maybe some kid gets one off of Wish.com. <laughs> yeah, I think they're all ordering... <laughs> Yeah, they're all ordering and the wish.com version comes and it like first you see the original like Nick Castle Michael mask and then some kid orders the fucking deflated condom. I don't, I don't know, do condoms even flate up? Anyways, well you have to flate they them. Flate. They flate. Wait, is that is flating a thing or is it just No heat? idea. I, just, I, just I think like the heat's work. driving us crazy today, boys. Probably. Yeah, at this point though in the Halloween f- like franchise do you guys want more suspense or more action like what is kind of like what do you look for at this point oh like what do we want out of i think yeah, like, this what do you want i think this... this one's gonna be most of your action and i think in yeah. the the last one that i think will kind of go back to a very more simplistic mm. just from from the way the trailer looks it looks like basically the whole town is coming out after michael so totally. i feel like that's the, the third... idea i like yeah and i think the third one could possibly be like the the finishing up of that and have more of uh whoever our final characters are fighting with michael through this like nearly abandoned town almost or i don't know it's kind of or or michael kills so many people so many mfs that he mf yeah yeah, motherfuckers for anyone who's wondering what that means on the internet unfriended episode shout out um what was i saying Oh, yeah, okay, Michael's going to become yeah, like he... Uber Michael. He's going to be T-1000 <laughs> Michael because he's I'm just going to turn into Michael. Where is Rory? My main thing, I don't want, and I know we even saw, we saw a little bit of it in Halloween 2018, but I don't want to see these fucking face reveals. Like whenever they take Michael's mask off, like it's never it's good. Never, yeah, it's never it's good. Never, it, it's like when Kane's mask came off in WWE. They, they like, built oh, it up to human? be... Yeah, and it's yeah. just some dude who had like some poop smeared on him. What are you laughing? Yeah. At? What is so? I just was looking up. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot that David Gordon Green directed Your Highness. <laughs> oh yeah, that's oh, and I, I saw that one in the that movie. Too. He did Joe too. Uh, Joe Joe was him, wasn't? No, wait. Prince no, he Avalanche. did Joe. He did Joe. Yeah, and Prince Avalanche. Okay, yeah. Can I ask, who are the new uh, fringe comedy guys putting out all the movies like the Your Highnesses? Who uh, are these? I don't you know think those I, are happening anymore, man. Man, comedy. We had a while where there was just all these like fringe. It was it was guys who were who were also so and sos who had all these weird comedy movies. I think the There's, comedy has become the superhero genre. Like that's well, where yeah. comedies are happening it's, now. Swallowed it up. 
I would say like everything. Like I don't think there's even like a straightforward comedy era anymore. I think if anything, we see comedies creeping into other things. The comedy's even even in a lot of good horror films now. You know, like and, but, but like we're not seeing like dodgeball anymore. No, or, I guess to answer your question is those don't exist. Unfortunately. Have you been or outside boy? Who the fuck wants to laugh right now? <laughs> well, there's I that. Think- I, think uh, I don't know. That's the thing. Giggling at least. I don't. I don't want to make it sound like I'm poo-pooing on recent comedies either, though, because there has been some really good ones. But like, they're so few and far between, well, and the they're so different. Like Booksmart, you know, that was yeah. good. Uh, uh, what's the other one? Yeah. Date night. I like date. Oh, date night. Game night. Game night. Not date. Date night's the Steve. Oh, yeah, yeah. Game night. Oh, gets. I get no. Uh, the big sick. I like that one. The big. Yeah, sick. Yeah, big sick was good. I yeah, but that's the thing is like. They comedies have become like the the depressing Judd Apatow. Like you know, yeah, Judd right. Apatow used to just have like twenty minutes of a movie that would be depressing. Right. Now it's like the whole movie. Are you telling me that like like everything became funny people? Yeah, but I love yeah, funny I love funny people. I love movie. that movie. Yeah, that's I think that's one of my favorite Apatow movies, and that's a very sure. unpopular opinion. That might you, be my favorite Apatow. Yeah. I'm not even kidding. For yeah. sure. You, like of course you could probably cut a half hour off of it, but I'm not complaining because yeah. I just I enjoyed it. Yeah, I like it. Um, okay, but do you guys want to talk about some horror movies? Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah. That's what we're, we were here for. I mean, yeah, Kyle, yeah. let's hear it. What, uh, what have you been up to? What have you watched, my dude? Oh, man. What the fuck did I watch here? Okay, hold on. Um, I uh, watched the trailer for False Positive. I thought you were about to say the trailer for Halloween. I'd be like, fuck off. <laughs> uh, I got nothing to report back, guys. It's a mm. Kyle summer. Kyle. You know how it is. It's, it's a white boy summer free of movies for Kyle. Boozy, what about you? I got lots. I got Let's hear it. Knock a couple off right now. All right. So first movie I watched is 2019's Dark Encounter. Uh, an eight-year-old Maisie went missing in 1982, and a memorial is held by her family a year later. That evening, strange lights and sound are observed in the woods outside, and strange things start to happen. And this is directed and written by Carl Strathy. Mm. I really like this movie. I, I like it a lot. I, it's a very... Uh, kind of reminds you of that classic abduction story that we've seen plenty of times before and i understand that people are over the the 80 set piece of it but i, I think this is a, a totally fun very small concept uh, <laughs> small concept for an abduction film kind of movie i, I think yeah. this is it, the the title and kind of what i told you about it gives the whole idea of what's it's just people in the woods and they're going to get abducted and it's it, i think it's a lot of fun I, I think this is a very cool movie it has some very genuinely fun visuals and i i was i don't know i, I really liked it i i think this is a movie i want to go back and watch again uh soon maybe it'll rub off the second time but i do feel like there was something unique and fun about this which is something we'll talk about a little bit later that i can say about some other films but i uh, yeah so dark and Counter 2019 I don't think I I didn't think I had heard of this one, but I've seen one of the posters, but it's on Amazon. So, yes. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm going to write that. I'm going to add that one to my letterbox. You want me to put another one on here? Yeah, strap another one on. All right. Let's throw another one on here. All right. So, all right. The next movie I watched is from 2017, uh, directed by uh, it's either Javier or Xavier. I don't Jens. uh, This is uh, 2017's Cold Skin. Uh, oh yeah, this has been uh, it's it, it was on my list for a while. I don't know if if it's have it must be Javier. Uh, a young man arrives at a remote island to take Xavier. a post of weather <laughs> to take the post of a weather observer, only to find himself defending the watchtower from deadly cr- creatures which live in the island shores. 
Um, this this movie is super cool. I'm actually surprised. I've never really heard anybody talk about it. Visually, this is uh, it. It feels like a big budget film. It, it's very slick and clean, very stylistic. It, uh, it's kind of funny. It kind of released I, not the exact same time, but I, I know that it would probably get lumped in there just because of its context with something like The Lighthouse. But it's so completely different. It, it takes yeah. such a, a completely different road, but you have a lot of interesting dynamics with characters in this. Um, I will say it's maybe a little bit more shinier. Uh, like It's got some fun moments, and it's got some really weird uh, shape of water kind of moments in it as well. Um, I I would definitely recommend. I would love to hear what you guys think of this movie. It's it's very cool. It's I it's almost like I I could see this if you slapped in some different characters doing a little bit different stuff. This could totally be like a action movie kind of like a prequel film or something. Like I don't know, Aquaman defends a lighthouse basically. Like it's I don't know. There's there's something very big budget about this. Yeah, it looks pretty grand. I know this one was. I'm pretty sure it was on Shutter. Uh, or it might still be, but either way, I was going to watch it a couple years ago, and I actually heard like really mediocre reviews about it. But the like, you, you're my guy when it comes to creatures and stuff, and this is a creature movie, so I, I definitely want to check. This yeah, out I definitely will say like, you know, I, I'm more interested in like the the darker creature movies, and I will say that this one is a little more like upbeat in its own way, but very cool. Some very cool stuff happens in this. Nice, cold skin. Cool. Um, all right, I'll knock one off. The thing is, okay, so like I've lost track of my the movies I've watched. I have also watched far less movies uh, lately than I have in the la- the entire time the Terror Table has been a thing. Uh, but over the last couple weekends, whenever I go out to Jambi's house, we watch movies. Uh, we, I'm going to talk about some classics quickly. So I'm not going to spend too much time on them because we've all heard people talk about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, but so I've watched, uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre with Jambi on his 4k TV. Um, wow. I'm, I'm sure is, not. Is who? I'm is sure. That? I'm sure. Oh, I don't, don't even worry. <laughs> what about is that? that? I don't, don't want to get your hopes up. You might not I don't, I just don't, I just don't know what that is. So. Is that coming to home up. video soon? The funniest part like... about it is I'm bragging about a 4k TV for Texas Chainsaw Massacre. This movie looks like it was filtered through sandpaper. Uh, but with, like, the transfer on the the reason Blu-ray, like the one that I have, <clears throat> it's the one that Jesse has as well. It's so good. It's so good. The transfer is amazing. Uh, but yeah, this is a movie that I love every... I love it more every time I watch it. And uh, it's truly become... Like, it's always been one of my favorite horror movies, but it seems like it just keeps climbing for me. And uh, it's, it's, it's just tremendous, man. Like, this movie is so relentless. Texas Chainsaw Massacre is almost unlike any other horror movie in the way that, like, especially for its era. Like, this came out the same year as Black Christmas. Like, this was, um, you know, the the beginning of the slasher movement, uh, if you will, like, even though like I guess Zeppelin that... Zeppelin IV hadn't even come out yet. That's true. That's true. Um, I actually, I don't know if that's true, because I don't know the year on that one. Yeah, so. <laughs> I think it was, like, a 75, 76. Well, I'm, sur- I'm certain most, I'm pretty sure four was in the 60s, but either, fuck it, God. <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, yeah, you heard it here first. It's a it's a good one. It's a good movie. This little underrated gem. Yeah, but to- Is it Toby still Hooper. Tubi? Probably, yeah, I think it might be, but... Uh, yeah, the movie is just so good. It's so good. It's one of, truly one of the best horror movies ever made, I think. And uh, the, just because of the the relentless nature and how it just once it starts ratcheting up, like even the minute they pick up the hitchhiker, it just 
it ratches ratchets up and up and up and it never lets up. And then like the final 20 minutes is just like the most insane inbred hillbilly cannibal action. Kyle, have you seen the original Texas oh, Chainsaw? Yeah. It's it's a fucking it's something that I don't think will ever be able to be replicated because it has mm-hmm. a gritty quality that at this point, like when we think of gritty, that is gritty. Like you want to recreate that and have that feel and look, but it's just never going to be <laughs> the they, same as how they that. got. Yeah, and they got that look because they were on such a low budget. <laughs> it gets, well, that's the like, magic. Yeah. That's the magic yeah, of it like, because it's not intentional like in a lot of ways, yeah. but at the same time, it just feels so specific and so right. No, I love that. It's a fucking it's, well, it's a masterpiece. Everyone knows yeah, that. But, yeah. it's, it's wild. So yeah, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And then the other one, because it's become like kind of a thing on the tear table. Oh, wow. No pun intended. Okay. Uh, I want to basically stop talking about the thing until we mm. do another episode because we're obviously going to revisit that. Those were in the, that was in the first, I think, six episodes of the Terror Table. Yes, because we thought we weren't ever going to get to actually do it, so we're just like, let's do it now. <laughs> we were like, yeah, we don't know how long this this podcast is going to last. And <laughs> five years later, here we are talking about Unfriended one and two. Um, <laughs> hey. Wow! But no, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely want to do a thing episode again at some point. Uh, obviously, so we we can just dig into it fully. But yeah, it's uh, one of my all time favorite horror movies. It's it's just like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Jaws in the sense that it never gets old. I watched it on its uh, on its birthday. It came out on June twenty fifth, nineteen eighty two. Yeah, the thing it's 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 awesome, you guys. It's, it's another good one. I'm hoping uh, we get a, that remake soon. Let's let's get remaking things again, right? Well, right, guys. Let's uh, stop it. Let's shut, let's get a thing. Put that out there. Fuck up. Shut the fuck up. I want the thing dark web. <laughs> Where is Laura Barnes when you need her? Yeah, <laughs> thing dark did we, web. Did we both go? Uh, yeah, yeah, we both went an unfriended route. But respect. We both chose a different film. That's right. true. Wow. I can't believe I referenced Laura Barnes. Yeah, so I did. The that's a good poll, honestly. Yeah. Shout out, Laura. Boozy, tell tell us about some more new horror movies. I don't want to bore oh, people new? with movies that they've heard a billion times. Well, no, it doesn't need okay. to be. Well, Just as, here, as long as you're not about to talk about Alien or Jurassic Park. Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, well, uh, this is going to be a much shorter episode than anticipated. Let's talk about an old movie, but no one's ever heard of it. So we're going to talk about it, and maybe someone will watch it. So this is 1987's Australian horror adventure film, Dark Age. Uh, directed oh, by Arch Nicholson, and it is about a ranger <laughs> who has to stop a giant saltwater crocodile and has. To you know where it. you heard about this? Lindsay yeah. Wilkins talked about it on the show. So you like she oh, probably? That's yeah, probably that's how we got probably, her down from. Yeah, because she told us it's an Australian alligator movie. Uh, yeah. yeah, I just Shout, so I, I know like, I had heard it somewhere and wrote because I was like an alligator right. film I had never seen. Yeah. So shout out Lindsay. Yeah, she gave this to us. So, how was it? It was really good. I, you know what they they show they were not afraid in 1987 to show an alligator eat a kid. There is no fear in their game about doing that, and I really like that. I also, that. you'll you'll kind of uh, get oh, some. Oh shit, man! I shouldn't have smoked that shit. Now I'm in dark age. <laughs> now I'm in 1987's dark age. Um, <laughs> I I will say the animatronics very cool, very fun. Uh, the story is what it is. It's a guy falling or looking for a croc and there's lots of thick accents and they have like these two buffoon dudes who are probably the most Australian people ever and I can't tell if they're like, if that's a stereotype. Like if I was to try and do it would I be like stereotyping or if that's actually like also is is Chaz Wazzer a swear? Chaz? 
Chaz Wazer. I've never heard of that one, but this would, if if we got heat for it, this wouldn't be the first time we said a slang that we didn't know what it meant. Ever intentionally I'm gonna like, go no comment. Just keep yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. I think Kyle's been on to something for a while here. <laughs> yeah. But it problem is Boozy, if we go no comment, there'll be no show. Right. Oh, right. Sorry. Uh, but no, no comment. Th- the reason I started laughing my ass off is because I'm scrolling through these pictures yeah, of Dark Age. This looks amazing. So it showed there's a picture of the crocodile eating that kid that you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, they it just, looks no no fear, savage. no shame. They don't give it's a- got its whole head and its torso in its mouth. This is like the gator looks awesome. Is it better than alligator? No, I, I still think alligator maybe and that's a tough one because like you know, I think alligator has a better setting, a more interesting, you know, you have this like 80s the birthday slick. party. Yeah. I you know, <laughs> I, I would definitely I definitely would say though, I, I would love for you to check this movie out. Yeah, I'll definitely it's it's on my um it has my it's on uh, my letter. You can probably box, skirt yeah, it and you know, you'll you'll live another day without it. Yeah, this isn't really seen on my alley, but I'm yeah. I'm I gotta be honest, I'm happy these things exist at least for you, Boozy. I'll put it that way. I'm yeah. trying to find things for you to watch. I do think, though, you should watch Cold Skin. I would love that to one. Seems like that one seems kind of interesting. Yeah, uh, we can do an episode on it. Like yeah. the visuals of it are pretty sweet. Um, I got another one here that I'm going to ring up. Or Dimitri, you got more? No, hit it, boy. I'm going to look right, for right. another one. So, so the next one I got. Uh, what year did this thing come out? It looks like 2019. I watched 2019's The Banana Splits movie. Oh, oh nice. yeah. Y- you know, I I knew i wanted to watch this and i just kind of kept it around on my list but i finally had some time i checked it out i want to say this is a really fun movie i had a lot of fun watching this i i did check out some people's reviews just to kind of see you know am i alone on this got beat up yeah it did it did get beat up and i can understand where i think it it all the things it tried to do were kind of the things you typically want from a bigger um like a because this movie's obviously spoofing the whole like concept of like a a syndicated kids show and that they're larger Five life and, and stuff. Yeah. But it was like this idea that like every, it was like Barney, like everybody was supposed to love the, you know, these uh, figures or whatever. And mm-hmm. they were trying to do this thing of like having big crowds and stuff. And I can kind of see like they kind of, and that's, that's once again, it's maybe I'm looking too deep into it, but it, it made it look a little bit like smaller than it actually was just because they didn't have that scale for it. And, and I think a lot of the stuff outside was, not as interesting but once the movie actually got going it was it was a lot of fun and i i think they they showed a lot more than i expected which is always a ton of fun this movie is actually super gory uh, and, it, and it has kind of a, an interesting where it goes with it it does a lot of fun things and you have characters that are not they're not like bland and, and obviously they're not the most interesting people but they they give you enough that you can stay invested in in what are these people going to do and why and even when it doesn't work out it's still a fun it's it's giant animatronic things killing people yeah. they they had fun with it um the one thing i i will say would have helped this movie a ton just right off the bat is they if they could have given each of of the banana splits characters a little bit more personality to distinguish you know like they needed their like like <laughs> Kong, they needed their Diddy Kong because they all look different, but like personality wise and what they do, they, you know, that's, that's all they needed is everybody kind of needed to have like their, their special ability or something that they just would have like fleshed these characters out more, which is like what the one thing I feel like it was missing. And I I think it would have been like, but I, it would have been like a a lot cooler movie so you could pick up with those banana splits characters because like I don't understand, I've never seen any of the original like IP of this. That's so funny. 
Like this yeah, whole, it's, whole it's existing... not. But it's a Hanna Barbera thing. It's not supposed to be like what it is. No That's joke. Really cool. No though. joke. I legitimately thought when the movie was announced and everyone was freaking out, I was like, a horror bananas and pajamas movie. Oh, that'd be mm. fucking awesome. <laughs> Time to kill them, B one. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out B one. <laughs> yeah, but not B um, two. Fuck that guy. No, nah, like, I think that I guess like I'm. I don't know if I'll honestly check this one out, but I do think it did. A, it kind of coming into fruition the way it has is really interesting because this is not a horror property in any way. It's it, just like it's, a had a this shouldn't exist literally. Like no, and as much flack as we give like remakes and repurposing and all kind of things like that, like taking something like this into a completely different direction is at least something fun and a, a little like oh. gutsy in a way. Like if I, they I, did like, like an alien version of like the Jetsons or something. Sure. Like I don't yeah, know. Like. On paper, it sounds fucking weird, and like on film, it's weird. But like, roll with that, and maybe that's right. okay. And and yeah. it's totally like like what Mitch said about like the Five Nights at Freddy's is a hundred percent what they sold it as to, mm-hmm. you know, get it out the door, which I totally understand. Yeah. And it, yeah, and 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 props to them. And and I will also like that is such a cool thing that they're taking a, who who would have thought a Hanna Barbera license would would randomly get turned into yeah. A, you like should Kyle watch said, like, Willy's I, Wonderland. Like the the Nicolas Cage one that's like I heard the same that movie. getting trashed too. Uh, for I think you heard that from me about me because I didn't like it. But right. uh, no, no, I I've see, seen other people say that uh, it's not good. But I've I, seen I've seen some like pretty positive things about it. But you got like those are the types of things. If if this should this should prove everything to you, Boozy, that you are the type of person that shouldn't listen to anybody. Like right. you're you're the kind of guy who will just that's like what why you I'm like. Going deaf. <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, <laughs> No, like, but the thing about Willy's Wonderland is they went the whole, I didn't know that part of information about how the whole reason Nicolas Cage was even a part of the movie is because it was through like a Twitter exchange between him and the director. And he was saying that he'll do the movie if he doesn't have any lines. So he wrote his character with no lines. That's awesome. That's fucking awesome. But while I'm watching it, I didn't know that. So maybe I got to go back and give it another look. Also, I just right. got out of a breakup. So I should probably just, you know, give it another look. But yeah. what, it was annoying. It was annoying me because I'm like, what's the point of having Nicolas Cage if he's not going to be using his voice? Like his Say banana something, voice. you bastard. Uh, but yeah. So, OK, well, Banana Splits movie sounds like a thumbs up. I will. I'm adding all of these to my actual list because uh, I'm going to check okay. these out. I, and I have I have one more. So let me just get it out of the way and then we're done. Because this one's this one's everywhere. Like I'm I'm seeing ads for it on my YouTube and everything. So this is 2021's The Super Deep, uh, directed by Arseny Sayan, and it's a Russian horror film. And it's based on the real life the call the Kola Super Deep borehole, which I'm sure if you have any rudimentary ever heard any spooky pastas, you know about the the hole in the ground, deepest hole in the ground ever, and and deep pastas. Yeah, we'll take past this. But apparently, they were hearing sounds at the bottom of this big drill hole because it drilled to the core of the fucking earth. Who cares? Anyway, they made a cool Russian movie out of it, and oh. it, I will say that this reminds me a lot more of it, this movie. Definitely wanted to be the thing, but it reminds me a lot more of the 2011 the the prequel thing movie in a weird way. It, it kind of it looks very similar and. It's a fun movie. Um, I think Mitch, you'll you'll uh, you'll probably like this movie, but you'll also probably 
be like, yeah, this is just the thing ripoff. It, it's very much that's what it's, it's stylistically. It looks good. Um, I will say the one big drawback of it, which I think is going to turn a lot of people away from this, is I I don't know if it was like a dubbing issue or I or just who they got who these Russian people who knew English to to speak English. Just something gets lost. You watch you know, it dubbed. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. It's it's in English, but it it doesn't seem right. You like you'll you'll have yeah, like to say the ADR it, like, doesn't match up. Yeah, it just it doesn't quite feel right, and yeah. and it it definitely takes away from it. And and I also think that that also is the thing that comes across in the writing too. The dialogue is very clunky, but it's just. This is a very it's a, it's more of a visual than anything else. You're getting you're getting the action and the the gun shooting, and you're getting the the body horror, which is you know what you all what you, what you come here for those kind of films. So this I movie think just screams Mitch and Boozy. Like yeah, this is the show. It looks it kind of looks like underwater. Like the tra- the poster looks like. Underwater. I, and I will say that uh, Underwater is a much better film than this. That's just my own personal. And I really liked Underwater. Underwater. Um, yeah, it's just I, I I just think that this is it, it's it's really it's really good. It just it, I don't think there's enough um, like maybe character wise anything that sort of way for a story that that it that it sticks out. I think there there are great visuals. I think it's a cool idea overall. Like, of course that's a great idea. There's spooky stuff in the earth. Go check it out. It's just yeah. I don't I don't know. There's there's a lot of fun stuff to be had here and the the um I guess the disease the the whatever spooky monster thing that they have they have, they do a great job of explaining it. I really don't want to give too much of that away, but it, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Cool, cool. Yeah, that's and this that's on Shutter. That, yeah, that just, yeah, that just one, came out on Shutter. That one is like a. There's no way I won't be watching it. Movie like when I saw it yeah. pop up and. It's one of those movies like, yeah, a month ago, I would have watched that in a fucking heartbeat. So I'm going to get on that. I want to I want to see it. I just realized I did watch one other thing that I have never talked about on the show before. One and uh, it was brought to me, brought to my attention by a friend and former guest of the show, Mitch Clark. Uh, we were talking about horror movies one day and he was talking about the movie Chained from 2012, uh, directed by Jennifer Chambers Lynch. This is David Lynch's daughter. Uh, like she directed this film, um, yeah, but yeah, so it's, I've never seen this, but yeah, I've heard of this movie. Yeah, it's starring Vincent D'Onofrio, and uh, he plays a serial killer who kidnaps a young boy after murdering his mother, then raises him to be his accomplice. After years in captivity, the boy must choose between escaping or following in his captor's bloody footprints. Wow. So this is one of those movies that's a real good time, real fun time. It's not fun. It's very depressing. It's very depraved. Very gross. This is the type of movie that I could see Boozy really enjoying. Uh, I I liked it for what it was. Actually, I was surprised. I was surprised by how good it was and the elements that it was trying to go for. Like it's dealing with some very uncomfortable subject matter. So it is one of those things that if you're not interested in like serial killers or true crime, like st- or if that stuff kind of grosses you out, stay right. far away from this. Like. It is pretty bizarre. Like Vincent D'Onofrio is a fantastic actor and he's almost too good. Like even Mitch was saying this to me that he's like, it's a little suspicious that he's as good as he is at being kind of like, um, like he, he's sick. He's, he's a sick man. So, uh, yeah. Like so, pers- in his personal life, he's a very sick individual. Yeah. But he's clearly, he's not all there. He's, he's, uh, he's tortured by obviously 
the urge to to kill people and to do these horrible things and it's kind of you know it's a tale as old as time you know the jeffrey dahmer and ed and keen like you uh, know it's just boys will be boys yeah. you know <laughs> oh my god yeah, i suppose that's Here's one way to put it no comment yeah that's yeah yeah this looks pretty wild this looks intense yeah uh, it is wild and it, the thing is like i i was i was impressed i i thought it was going to be awful just judging by the poster and the name mm-hmm. and yeah. you know like this is kind of a, it's that it's a type of subject matter that can seem cheap because it's like of course it's going to get a reaction out of you it's so gnarly and gross and uh it involves like he, he's got a kid tied up to a bed while he's murdering people in front of him like so it's very uncomfortable but at what it does like it's she's like Jennifer Chambers Lynch is not David Lynch. This isn't one of those things where How many kids does David Lynch have cooking around here making movies, by the way. No, who's the there there's someone else that I'm thinking of who their daughter was making movies and like she got so much money for her first movie. It was like a bizarre amount of money. I'm I can't believe I'm drawing a blank on this, but it was a it was terrible. Like it was the only the only background that she actually had in film was the fact that her dad was a director at one point. Um, but this isn't one of those situations. Jennifer Chambers Lynch, like she clearly knows what she's doing, and she has a one of the most brilliant men of all time as her father, and uh, she clearly picked up on some of that. But don't go in expecting, Nia, like a like a Mulholland Drive or Eraserhead or uh, Twin Peaks. Like it's not not like that. This is just more along the lines of something like Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer, or it's actually Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer meets Room. Like the Brie Larson oh, film. Geez. Okay. Yeah. That's, so uh, interesting. It's very interesting. depraved. It's very depraved. I, I just want to say I I uh, googled chained here and uh, this this one image kept coming up. So like, is that from the same movie? But it's from a movie called Chained for Life. I don't know if that came up when you guys were looking. No, did um, not come across Chained for okay. Life. Let me look it up. Yeah, just chained the for- first couple images will kind of be like, oh, is this a? It's not a horror movie. Say it one more time. Chained what? For life. Oh. See, right. It it really threw me off. Oh, but this is um. Let me double check. But this fella is uh from uh. Oh, under the skin. The skin. Yeah. 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 What? Sick. Shout out. Shout out, Adam Pearson. Yeah. Yeah. That came up when I was looking for chain. So like, I'm having my own little rabbit hole on the side. Very cool. Yeah. Last couple. I'm like not even gonna really talk about them because once again, these are movies that have been seen a million times and talked about at nauseum. But I, uh, it was a very cool experience for me that uh, I'm sure I've mentioned it multiple times on the show before. That my dad is not a horror fan, even slightly. He never watches horror movies, even when I convinced him to sit down and watch some horror movies. Well, to be fair, he put he showed interest and was wanting to see some of the movies that that inspire me or movies that get me excited. Like what makes me kind of like this stuff so much to the point where I'm going to, you know, move, quit my job and move. Uh, so I wanted to show him some stuff. So I had a big stack pulled out. I was originally trying to show him the exorcist because I know that he still to this day has never seen the whole movie. Uh, Cause he has a story about him as like, a, I think he was, he was still young when it had come out and um, he, uh, he like couldn't even get through the first like 20 minutes and that's none of the scary stuff even happens then. But I uh, ended up going with The Conjuring. So it's a movie that okay. you know talked about. Wait, I don't know if I've talked about The Conjuring 3 on the show yet. I watched The Conjuring 3. I don't That's... think you have. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, maybe I'll save it for... Yeah, whatever. It's not as good as the first two, but it's not horrible. <laughs> it's not bad. I, I actually don't have a lot to <laughs> what say. What a review! Wow. Yeah, no, all right. Understood. I'm, just telling, 
After, it was better. We were so okay. We liked two so much. Yeah, but I knew this was going to be a drop off because it's not James Wan. Right. Like right, right, the, right. this was the director who did the Curse, Curse of La Llorona. It's that. Oh, much it's that guy. Worse. Well, no, it's not that much worse. It's not like I just said. It's not bad. Like the third one is. It isn't bad. I thought that the trailer looked very bad, and uh, I was like, "Wow, this is. We have reached that point quick where uh, things are going downhill." But if you're a fan of the first two Conjuring movies, Seriously. this will be. This will tickle your fancy. It'll do the trick. But the thing is, James Wan's presence, like his his absence, is felt. Mm-hmm. Like the just the way that a lot of the scares are set up, like you can tell a huge difference between this director and like, you look at the scares that are crafted in the original conjuring and and the second one. Like I know that the guy takes some flack because he's one of the most popular filmmakers on earth now. And you know, he's directing Aquaman movies and shit, but James Wan is a hell of a, of a horror director. And uh, yeah, the, the best part about the third one would be still the Warrens. And even that has kind of grown stale on me at this point. I don't, care for them as much like I, I i like the fictional characters enough but it just for the third movie like it was it was too long definitely which didn't need to be as long as it was and it opens up with like a pretty embarrassing exorcism scene i i thought it was i thought it was rough uh but people seem to dig that scene so you know maybe i'm the one who's out of touch here it's just it's a very cgi exorcism <laughs> scene um, am i so out of touch no it's the kids who are wrong <laughs> it's got to be the kids it's gotta <laughs> be kids. i've reached that point hey uh, but happens. yeah so but i did show like back to the original conjuring which is a much much better film uh, like i still like the devil made me do it is not it's not bad it's just it's clearly not the first two. I don't know how someone could say that. What's that? Is there a werewolf? No. This, uh, not, not really. The werewolf, which I thought that that's what the storyline is. Yeah, like, was that not a a big thing we talked about? It's it's not necessarily, like, it's not a werewolf movie, but they they went the route, too, of, like, you know, maybe the guy believes that he's or whatever, but... But at the same time, in Annabelle comes home, like that third Annabelle movie, there's a full-blown werewolf in it, like running around the house. <laughs> so I was like, oh, this is going to be the werewolf in the next Conjuring movie. But uh, it's, it's not. So, did yeah. I see that one? I don't remember. I doubt that. it. No, I did not. Know. I'm going to have to watch that now. There's a werewolf running around with a doll. <laughs> oh, like, dude, it, like, Incredible. I know I made this joke about a movie recently, but like Annabelle 3 really is Night at the Museum, but of like, <laughs> The, that room like you know the warren's room that they have like yeah. everything just gets out when it's actually like i gotta watch that one again everything gets out and jumps around like flubber that or whatever. sounds fun now yeah. we're talking well that's the thing yeah. is these are like sausage party these are like mainstream <laughs> horror movies for right. teenagers and stuff and at what like for what it was trying to do i guess that one's good i know a lot of people like that one a lot more than i did but i think it's because i hold the second one in such high esteem with david f sandberg's like just his filmmaking really speaks to me uh, but well, yeah, that, and it's like it's it's hard to make movies like that that are still scary when you have like, you know, movies like Robert that are really okay. Babuzi, like, pretty much, like, there's you're the one keeping Robert alive. Yeah, <laughs> I really want to watch this. I've never even seen it, and I want to watch it. You haven't even seen it, but at the same time, we have to thank you for Robert. You know what yeah. I mean? It's kind yeah, of known about Robert for years. And that, there's that like was four of them. Yeah, that's like the two B Annabelle. It really Robert. is. But the, or two B the, the boy. They snuck, they snuck four of them out just like that. Well, it's maybe Robert Brahms Robert Five. I don't know. 
but no, what, okay, last thing. Uh, my dad, not a horror guy. He's uh, the, His types of movies, Ford vs. Ferrari, you know, sports movies, feel good. Uh, fuck you, Kyle. I love Ford vs. Ferrari. But <laughs> I don't know. Just, hearing Ford v. Ferrari is just funny to me for some reason. I don't know. Yeah. So right. he right. likes his cars. He likes his sports movies. And yeah. Uh, yeah. the draft day comes out, he'll be there first day. But yeah, he loved The Conjuring. And I was awesome. pretty blown away by yeah. it. And he loved it for none of the reasons that I assumed he would have liked it. Like the he, architecture really got to him. The next day, my dad was apparently convincing my sister to get her kids baptized. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Yikes. what the, I was like, dad, what's, what? what's that going to do? Like, what, what, like, why do he's like, well, it's like an insurance policy. <laughs> oh he's like, you know, if it, this all ends up being real, if they're baptized they're they'll be able to, you know, repent for their sins and go to heaven. I'm like, dad, that's not how this works. <laughs> like, well, listen, this, he's this seen part. conjuring one. He knows how this shit goes now. It's true. Yeah. No, but like, he, he loved, he loved like the, the, the power of faith. And the conjuring, which is, you know, and as much as a, pr- a person I am who, you know, despises religion in most aspects, uh, I I do like that trope in horror movies. Like, you know, how good defeats evil. Like, it doesn't need to all be about the Catholic Church, which it's the power of good versus evil that is compelling. And that's how, you know, what happens in The the Exorcist, like how Father Karras and Father Marin are able to to use God for good and save this little girl like you know, a, a masterpiece like The Exorcist does it. We can't get mad when things like Conjuring do it. Uh, but it's, yeah, I don't know. Sure. It's a great movie, though. That original Conjuring is so good. Just such a good, chilling movie. Uh, but yeah, that's everything I got today, boys. Do you want to you wanna wrap this thing up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still stuck on Chain for Life. I'm pretty excited because oh, Jess man. Wexler is in this. She was in Teeth. Yeah, that's where I was wondering where What I a weird connection. Yeah. So Chain for Life has not leads from teeth and under the skin. So I'm pretty stoked on Chain for Life. Uh, but all right, you guys, let's. Uh, we're on Skype. We're on Skype. We may as well hang, continue to hang out as boys, as fellas, as friends, um, and maybe talk about some unfriended movies. So we'll see you on the other side.
posted the video. It wasn't me. Well, one of us did. We have reached our main feature presentation where we're doing a double feature today. We are talking about Unfriended from 2014. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, we are also going to talk about Unfriended Dark Web from 2018. 18. All right. Wow. All right, boys. Let's, uh, let's lead off with uh, this first Unfriended, the Skype film uh, tagline, <laughs> This April or Revenge Comes Online. And uh, so... This is a movie that, like, both of these movies are the most, like, Kyle Zervinsky terror table things I've ever seen. Something uh, so, called the Skype film is already, already we're there. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. And just the poster. Like, I remember when this was coming out, everybody was like, there is no way this will be anything other than a piece of shit. And yeah. so many people went to it thinking there was going to be a piece of shit and then ended up liking it. A lot of people still don't like the movie, but... uh I just I love the the poster where it's it's the search engine. It's like Laura Barr, and then it's like all the like search the things that come oh, up. Oh, that one, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at the other one right now. Shit's that's not gonna age well, dude. <laughs> no. Well, that's. I mean, we'll get into that. Of course. I think if it was real, it would be that one where it's like, how old is Laura? How tall is Laura? Is Laura alive? Well, I was <laughs> literally like just about to say that. The... Or the when, when will I die dot com. Like, remember that? But I was like, wait a minute. What? Didn't they do that? Oh, yeah. Countdown. They made that no. movie. I still never saw that. The yeah, no, but did you guys not go to that website as kids? Like where you type in your birth date and then it's like a five question quiz and it'll no, tell you exactly. It, oh, man. This went around like crazy at like the school I went to. Like everybody was doing it. Everyone wanted to know when they and, were like, going to die. People were bragging about really? outliving people. <laughs> it, was, it was such a weird time to be alive. You, it's like, yeah, dude, you I'm know, live. if that was real, people would do that kind of like 100%. Oh, yeah. Well, no, this this did happen, though. Like that, that happened as a kid. And uh, I remember one of our friends, he dies like 40 years earlier than us all. And we were roasting him. I straight up haven't thought of this in 15 you, years. Do you remember? When yours was like oh, yeah. or like a year yeah. or anything, it was it was like a. I remember it was something like 2070. Like it was something that was so bizarre to me, being like, right. the world's not even going to be a thing then. Yeah, like, yeah we're just that's fair. we're going to have no use for time at that point. Yeah, but like it would even have the second countdown at the end. Someone, if you remember this website or something like it, or you used it, it hit us around. Up. It doesn't sound like it's that dangerous. It sounds kind of scary to me. I don't think I'll visit Dude, it. I, I went on it when back in the days when the computer was still in the living room at everybody's house, you know? Like, <laughs> there wasn't an office. You that know? shit was sick. That's a good time. <laughs> we hadn't we hadn't invented offices. Yeah, there's no, no... it's like, you know, parents can be watching a movie and I can be playing Amazon Trail. 
<laughs> no one had no one had four walls. Yeah. Amazon oh. Trail. All right. What? Oh yeah. Amazon Did you guys Trail get awesome. all those um, those vi- those games you could just get in the cereal boxes oh, yeah. and then oh. just play those? Like I was playing fucking Life and shit. Scrabble, oh yeah, I played Life kind of... lots and uh, Roller to- Roller Coaster Tycoon was my oh, favorite my game as a kid. Yeah. So into that game, and then it was like they put it out in cereal boxes. I remember my dad having a meltdown in the grocery store one time because he like bought me Roller Coaster Tycoon when it was like brand new because I was like, you know, the trailers were out. I was like, yeah, it was over. And then we're walking through the the grocery store and he sees he's like, this game is literally in a fucking cereal box. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, let's let's talk about Unfriended here, though. So, uh, yeah. The, uh, did I read the synopsis? You sure did. You definitely did. Did I? Skype film. Or maybe was that what it was? No, I didn't. A group of online chat room friends find themselves haunted by a mysterious supernatural force using the account of their dead friend. And it's directed by Levin Gabriad Gabriads. I can't pronounce his name. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I'm just I'm not going to first name. Levin. Levin. Yeah, like yeah. 11, but without the E oh, okay. and not from Stranger Things. Nice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about this. Kyle, do you want to wait? So, Boozy, you had seen this film before, right? Yes, this is my second time watching this. Okay, and I think this would be my third because uh, I watched. Yeah, I watched it again oh, after uh, after Dark Web came out. Uh, but yeah, so Kyle, they, these are both first time watches for you, and like we had mentioned before, mm-hmm. like this is Kyle. Like his the his staple on the show is to live and die and be buried with his Stay Alive DVD. Uh, I don't own Stay Alive by DVD. I really need to get that. <laughs> wow, you're you are lacking. Yeah, that I'm is waiting for the sequel. Brent you're... Bell, let's get talking. Let's let's figure. He is. Out. He's working on the sequel. I told you that. Well, this he's was my this first too. time. This was my first time watching Unfriended. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you've said, Did Mitch, you know, this... you knew all about it though, right? Oh, like, for what's sure. your background on this? Like, um, you saw it. You weren't interested. Like, to be honest, yeah. Like I think when this came out. I looked just pretty hokey to me. Like I was like, this just looked pretty bottom of the barrel. I'll be completely honest. It was kind of like my initial, my initial like impression of it. Um, But that being said though, I do also remember hearing like people talk about it. Once it finally came out saying like, okay, yeah, like it's what you expect, but it's a fun time. Like it's not going to be anything highbrow by any means but like, definitely better than you would expect exactly like for being given a skype movie sure from blumhouse and uh you know company who notoriously would put out films that just kind of disappear the weekend after they're released because no one can remember them the gallows shout out oh, not shout out, out. reverse shout out for the gallows <laughs> truth or dare was next level couldn't even get through fantasy island I think this is definitely a, a le- leagues above those kind of films, Mitch. Like the, I went into watching this finally, like just a couple days ago, with that in mind, thinking, okay, like this might not be anything special, but there's a pretty good chance I'm gonna have a fun time with it. And also <laughs> looking into it a little bit more before I saw it, um, it <laughs> is a lot more like <laughs> Degrassi than I thought it would be, and that is just right up my alley because it's it's really um. It plays into fun tropes and it plays into fun, like, you know, I don't know, I guess stereotypes and interesting ways that like high schoolers interact with each other in really funny ways, which I'm a sucker for that shit. 
Um, and this does it with a really specific outlook, of course, which is that it's all this like a screencast on people's computers. That's the gimmick of the movie, right? Um, and the only time I've ever seen this, which I think we should probably talk about it right off the bat, in a horror film was Host from last year. Yeah. So we have an episode on Host. You guys can go listen to it. And it was kind of a buzz for a solid, I don't know, two weeks. It felt like a year, but it was maybe two weeks. Yeah, it had, it had a little bit of buzz for, for oh, a yeah, short amount yeah. of time. Yeah. I, I was just saying, like, yeah. I'm just saying, like, at the time, it felt like it was a lot longer. But in reality, yeah. it probably wasn't that long. Um, that one is interesting because it's very similar to this, of course. Um, however, the difference between like young adults and high schoolers is the big difference between the yeah. two films. And the tone of this is so much more in line with like a campy horror film, which I think is why, honestly, Unfriended really works. Because like you can't really take this film seriously really at all. I mean, the premise alone as an adult, is, as an adult, think about, sure, yeah. think about if you were like I, I thought about this while I was watching it, that if this movie would have came out when I was like 12 or in or yeah. 12 or even 14 you know and it like this technology had existed like i feel like weirdly enough i i obviously i'm the guy who shouldn't even be commenting on this i don't know we've just proven not today i don't know kids um today on mitch don't know kids <laughs> today on mitch talking about kids stuff <laughs> yeah. no but like these kids seem kind of normal to me like they seem like they would actually be friends like granted it's the one group mm, that i would want nothing to do with no, uh, I think well, that makes they sense. like the funny fat kid. Like I want to He's the guy. one. He's the only one that I would have wanted to hang out with because he's right. in that movie Cyrus. Was yeah, that him? That and Cyrus? Yeah, yeah, that's him. Yeah. I um, think. Or, yeah. Can Can I just say when when Mitch, you're talking about like this would have been a bigger hit for not bigger hit, but like it would have been huge for us. If Please we don't were, bring up fear.com. I always hundred percent. Like if the if this was our fear.com, we would have been killing it. I this think this would have been this is great. Fear.com. No, 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 they totally are. But I think, like, in that time frame of like fear.com came out 2003, I think if yeah. we would have got something of that quality, which I'm just going to hop in here and say, like, now that this is my second time watching this, I really like this movie. And I, I think there is something really uh, cool about like, this is its own little gem you know when you go through like the 2010s this is like a fun little gem of its own because it it and 100 percent, it should not work down to that's probably why it took all of us so long to see it because i know i didn't see it until within the last two years is because of its concept and you know it, it does genuinely look stupid but when you actually watch it, it like it's a ton of fun yeah and the thing about it is the way it's presented is actually pretty impressive in a lot of ways like the the idea behind it is like sounds really simple and maybe even lazy in a way it, it is a little right. lazy i guess but at the same time the execution is what really matters and it's executed pretty well like it has the <laughs> the disadvantage going into it that like a month later the movie's gonna look dated but you have to kind of just accept that for what it yeah. is right because that's how the internet works and i mean anyone yeah. understand anyone gets that obviously I will say back, though, it might be like a time capsule thing too. It might be fun to look back on this time. I, I oh, do remember man, like definitely. Seeing, I remember seeing maybe it was a trailer for it, or I can't remember exactly if I had seen maybe a review for it around the time. I, I can't remember, but I do remember like seeing 
how it looked when it initially came out and it honestly already looked dated like a movie from 2014 talking about chat roulette actually makes no sense oh that, my god yeah like, <laughs> like like that's three years too late to be completely honest with you so but it's also the like, polos the polos and the hats like the styles sure like, that's what i'm talking that's about it's like, like this is like a banana republic the banana republic saint joe's kids that's super saskatchewan or saskatoon <laughs> that is like, like very such specific. i know but i literally did go to saint joe's like i graduated from that fucking no, school that and these are all St. Joe's kids, man. Like, at the, especially the douchey, the oh, Adam, Adam. Yeah. Shout out Adam. Gosh, yeah. I can't wait to talk. Coolest death in the movie. I, I, I love though, Adam's death. I think, though, that it works so much better watching it years removed from when it came out, though, because when it first came out, I honestly think, I guess I can't say because I never saw when it first came out, but I feel like just judging at how the internet looked and how people dress and acted, like we've talked about, it already came out at a disadvantage. But now that it's been like, borderline 10 years i think it works better honestly i think i think like at this time you can look at it as a time capsule and i think right and like my mind is so far removed from like how like spotify looked and facebook looked and how people navigated websites that i generally don't remember if that was six months ago or six years ago so now when i watch this it looks like it could have been fresh and that they were onto something and and honestly yeah, it's, it's done pretty well probably things are probably pissing you off in that too. Cause like you're like, you got glasses, like you're a nerd. Oh, and yeah. I, I have four eyes. I have four eyes. Yeah, you like, you like playing with computers. It, I, I tip tap on the keyboard. Yeah. Just <laughs> so I don't sound like a complete fucking asshole. I grew up with glasses and exa exactly the similar ones that Kyle oh, had. So like I got made fun of relentlessly. Always patting himself on the back constantly. This <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah but take no, another I, victory lap here, buddy. Yeah. I mean, I there's know. a little like inconsistencies. That's kind of annoying, but whatever. I look past that. Like, who cares? Like, the thing about it is, there's a digital ghost. Let's just get that straight. <laughs> like, hey, that's yeah. Laura Barnes you're talking about. I think this also seems like like that should have been the idea that they landed on for like the fifth installment. Like, that's a good point. That's a good like point, honestly, yeah. but at the same time, they pull it off. So I, I'm going to share my I thoughts. I love like, that. That's what they go for right off the bat. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's just it's, it's so it's, a non uh, it's it's non conventional now. Like that, this idea seems so like like it's a digital ghost. Like so, yeah, no, uh, but I, what, I, what I I'm meaning think, is, I think this seems like such a more like early two thousands idea. Yes, yes, no, but like what I'm saying is like uh, unfriended dark web, uh, which we'll get to. To me, kind of even seems like the logical jumping off point. Like it's like because that's who hasn't given the dark web some thought like i know kyle that's all he thinks about when he's yeah. wanting to buy underwear but like that's uh right. that's right uh but yeah no i okay so i'm gonna talk about this now because yeah i wasn't planning on seeing this movie when it came out because i thought it looked really bad really annoying and i ended up watching it and loving it like i was i i think it was one of those situations where i went in with such low expectations that it exceeded like it was like, well, how was I not on board for this? Like, there's actually so many good moments in this movie. And uh, I'm a big fan of it. Like, there's, there's, of course, it has its issues. It's flawed. But what slasher horror movies aren't? And, like, also this is. It's just like our internet run amok. Like, friends being shitty people. It, it is never have I ever the movie. Like, they, exactly there's, like there's like a half an hour scene of never have I ever. And that's like, I love that because that's the like, dude, my people do that. Like my friends played never have I ever. Everyone did sociables and stuff like that. That is why I was like, man, are kids still playing this? I guess it is a timeless game. Like you can 
you can really find out who has a crush on who, but a good game of Never Have I Ever. How has there not been yep. a Never Have I Ever just horror movie? Or does that exist and I... I'm sure there is. Oh, I'm sure there is. Yeah. And we pr- we probably covered it on the show. <laughs> yeah, it was all up. We don't remember. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like, I, I, uh, I don't like the cast in this movie, but I don't know if you're supposed to. Yeah, uh, like I said, that the character, the the bigger friend have, who puts. Have his, we puts seen any of these under? people before? Well, or, or like again? I'm not familiar with any of these. I people. was going to say I don't think I've ever seen any of these people in anything else. No, and I think that was almost the point with them, like getting kind of people that would right. be on phones. But who's that kid? That kid though, uh, he, that's in Cyrus. Was that Cyrus? Am I mixing it up? No, Terry. I'm thinking I'm not, of Terry. Oh, I thought you. I was thinking of Cyrus too. It is Terry. Those movies yeah. are kind of. They came around the same time. Well, because it's Jonah Hill and John C. Riley. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then this one is this one's John C. Riley and Jacob was was Saki, who right. plays. Uh, Ken in Unfriended, which another great kill. That's the thing, man. This is yeah, it's like a PG thirteen movie made for teenagers, and there's gnarly kills in it, and it's it's super fast paced, and it's it's fun. I like like the drama works for all of the reasons that I think that they didn't intend it to. Like it's like the the dra- the drama right. is so funny, and it's so oh. enjoyable. Oh yeah, I like, think it, it makes it so much better as those kids, and it makes it believable. Like. Of course, yeah. these kids are all like sleeping with each biggest, other, and... and they're making the biggest deal out of like different things. Like, yeah. like, not, not not to say that like you know cheating on your spouse, or your boyfriend, girlfriend, your partner uh, right. isn't like shitty, but the, him like you know he's just doing some slut shaming after that because well, he's like, talking... oh my god, I can't believe you've slept with one guy. Yeah. Like, oh my <laughs> god, you disgust me. Oh, it's like god. Uh, Teenage boys. Well, teenage yeah, they're boys. talking about like saving saving it for for prom, like it's clone high or whatever. You know, it, like it's like shit like that. That is exactly the shit that I'm talking about. It's how the movie. It's like that is like one of the most cliche things that you could ever take into a movie. And the way that they turn it into like the climax of the movie was pretty impressive because it does start off with like prom night, Mitchy, Mitchy. I can't believe you guys haven't Mitchie. done that yet. Oh, right. The yeah, we didn't get the of the Mitchy, which was giving me PTSD. <laughs> were you expecting, were you waiting for it? I was. So we were going to come in strong with it? Yeah. I, well, it's because I have PTSD from it. My sisters and my mom call me Mitchy. And oh. like they did that when I was a kid. And like, so whenever I had hockey games or basketball games or, you know, they would be yelling, go Mitchy. Go! And I would get bullied to shit because it's like, hey, Mitchy. And so it was really uncomfortable yeah, hearing that teenager a... scream it in the movie for an hour. Isn't it crazy that this <laughs> there was a digital campaign for this movie launched on Kick Messenger? Do you guys remember Kick? Holy shit! Oh I God. haven't thought about Kick in forever. And you could you could have a Kick conversation pre like determined conversations with Laura on Kick with oh, Laura man. Barnes herself. <laughs> it so. I, the more I, I just forgot the case. So this movie actually came out in 2015 in the states. Like it was festivals came out in 2014. So get this: in 2015, there was kick, kick marketing, mentioning of chat roulette, and honestly, even Skype. Let's be honest: in 2015, no one was fucking using Skype. No, in 2015. I, I, I never, I had never used Skype in my life until the pandemic hit. Exactly. I'm dead serious. Yeah. I so didn't like, have a, I didn't have a Skype account. Though it like. I don't even I don't even know. I think it's so funny. I think there's I'm so happy I watched it now because I know if I even watched it a couple of years ago, I think I would have disliked it a lot more. I think the fact that like the way that like 
even like Gen Z kids interact now is the complete opposite of this. And so that's why I think this is like such an interesting like experiment, I guess, because like some of the ways that they, uh, you know, portray teenagers is totally absurd. But some of the ways they portray them is actually kind of like on the nose and makes sense. And it's like watchable and it's enjoyable. Yeah, I don't think it's completely out of left field. No. Some of the stuff that they do or how they act like these are exactly. oh, that's high school. Like, shit. It, it, totally. And, it, and it, like, yeah, they take it onto the web or whatever, but they're doing the same shit we all did. I think it's just like being it's a little obvious that. At, well, I would like to say that none of us roofied girls No, which was like there was some gnarly shit well, that was no, brought up. Like, in that. We all I know what you mean. Shit our pants. I mean, maybe oh, we didn't yeah. have video famously, but yeah, yeah, yeah like, no, it, or at least an iteration of shitting your pants. Like I remember in yeah. high school, like I the first time I'd ever used a beer bong, I ended up beer bonging a full 12 pack. I was a 17 year old kid. So I was like, I was fucking. And you obl- left I was- a twenty-two-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I. That was the. That was one of like. I honestly, and that's going to come as a shock to people who uh, like to think that I'm some alcoholic, rightfully so. Uh, but I've only blacked out like three times in my life, like to the point where I got so drunk that I actually don't remember what happened, and right. that was the first time. I and it's like say, I only blacked out like three times that summer. <laughs> yeah. no. also, also speaking of with the, the unfriended thing is that's t- i know I, that that it's supposed to be but it is tough watching stuff like that because you realize that the shit like that happens quite a bit the like sure. people well, it's gonna get worse each- too yeah and, and, and right now just, with the way the technology that we, kids have like dude it, i think about that like if if even we like facebook came out when i was in grade uh, grade 12 yeah so like that's wild. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm old as fuck, eh? <laughs> Kyle's well, like fuck. <laughs> I, it just it it is kind of kind of scary, and it, it's not something that really like we had to deal with. Who the fuck could take like a flip phone pixelated pic? You could barely take a fucking picture of somebody before. But it, it's just it's scary that, that that something like that could happen. And and there's a lot of like real world carryover to a lot of the things in this movie like i know it is supposed to be kind of like a, a hokey you know teen uh horror movie but there there are like like some real lessons when you actually look at it even at very, very surface level of you know how you can get information and i mean going into two you see that quite a bit more but just how quickly information can go and where it can lead to and and, and stuff like that i think that is very interesting in both of these films that it kind of tackles that subject matter when you know, I, I think there are certain movies that probably kind of skirt over the the fact that you know you have a large, uh, you know, choice in what goes on in this sort of things, as well as sometimes you don't. Well, I think it's a good point too because this one definitely deals specifically with like cyberbullying, right? Because yeah, like, yeah. And, and like that, and using a non anonymity to your yeah. You gotta get show respect respect is due uh this ghost has some mad meme game that's true that's true <laughs> the ghost is making yeah. memes about you know how have we not talked about adam's neck yet adam's <laughs> neck in that meme do you know yeah. what i'm talking about you guys had to for sure he's like he's doing he's, the like skinny dude thing where he stretches <laughs> every muscle in his neck he's like look i'm buff and this girl's passed out on me cool oh, gross <laughs> i know it's so <laughs> fucked but the the 
at the time, and actually, honestly, even before it, it's so funny how like oddly dated this movie is. Like cyberbullying was like a buzzword, you know. Like there was a lot of attention on cyberbullying in the news and other films covering it. And I mean, it still is, but I feel like it's 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 evolved. shifted. It's, it's shifted sh- a bit. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess I I'm not an expert on that, so I can't really tell you what that is now. But previously, I'd love to get an expert on cyberbullying. <laughs> we need on one the table as a guest. But we like, will okay, probably cyberbully well, them. This, yeah, well, no, I'm, I'm thinking like if Jeff Thiessen was still on Facebook, he would be the guest to ask. <laughs> he's a master, master uh, Facebook bullier. <laughs> he's a master cyber bullier. Yeah, well, I, he I brags guess, like, about cyber bullying uh, David Arquette. Oh God! Hey, David, I, guess, cool I love David Arquette. Sorry, Kyle, go on here. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just thinking like I guess like the that's kind of like the movie's thing, right? Like it's trying to sort of like, you know. <sighs> Explain a good moral through cyberbullying. I, I don't think it's heavy-handed. I think it's, it's more like in the way. Yet. No, oh. I, I feel it's the way that we're like South Park for a while there. Like they would just randomly cram in some sort of like lesson learned at the very end yeah. of the episode. I think though the one thing that was kind of like maybe a little much was when there was a brief clip of um, Laura's YouTube channel and she was doing like the cue card thing, yeah. which was clearly a ripoff of like the Amanda Todd. Uh, event oh, that happened damn. in Canada which is yeah. a pretty serious thing and honestly I didn't think about that but that, of, that was the thing that what like tons of people were doing that so when you see really something was. like that you're like yeah. oh okay it wasn't well just, and they for like, sure pulled that from from it too like because that was yeah, not, it, that was international news it's gotta be a no at the time that was yeah that was quite a bit like more fresh in everyone's mind but, but at the same time, no, it wasn't because that was like 2012. This is 2015. So like there is kind of it is kind of yeah, weird. But, but now think about how long it takes to make a feature film. Like uh, even the, even if it is on Skype, this thing is probably written three years, be- three or four years before it even got made. I agree. But I think if you're going to dedicate it, if you're going to dedicate this kind of film, you have to keep that in mind. I, right. I honestly think okay. that. I think I think you need to think Kyle, about that. Why are you trying to cyber bully this movie? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I like this movie. I'm just saying like. Those things, I think, are probably what ha- held it back initially. Now I right. like. I've I'm surprised I re- you don't think this movie's dangerous. I definitely don't. This so okay when you when you <laughs> when you kind of figure out that it is like the Laura Barnes ghost. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Are do you guys are you guys just okay with that and go with that right away? Because I kind of feel like it's a great way of just writing off anything that happens. You because you no longer go like. Well, why is that there? Or why, you know, why is this camera here? Or how can the the computer do this and that? You're just instantly like ghost powers. Totally get it. Exactly. I totally agree with you. I think that I think that's ghost powers. Don't think about it too much. It doesn't have to make sense because, like, honestly, the way they're that's what I love about it. The the way way it's presented. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's it perfectly on par with what it, it what it's doing. Like, yeah, it, it just works for what it. It's this movie isn't trying to be some complex like you know film like totally. this is no Ari Aster Midsummer. Obviously, like this right. is it's just a pulpy. But I don't think it has cool to be, idea. and I think that's kind of what I like no. of it. Like this movie's a, like a sweet ride front to back. I think like the faster they got out of the way, the fact that it was like a, a ghost or whatever mm. was. Tend to, like it just from there it was just like okay that's what it is and we can just go with it that was like that's a good point th- there's so, there's a lot of i i would love to watch this again it's just it's fun not it really only is. that not only that but like yeah, it kind of makes you think that it's not a ghost nearly exactly, you know like that's so what i was gonna say 
Again, and, but the thing is, it loosens you up. It's so wild and it's so wacky and crazy that by the time it reveals that it truly is, it's a ghost that they're dealing with. It's like it's just it, it feels yeah. like it's part of the movie. Like it just feels right. Like to me, it doesn't pull me out in any way because yeah. I was already kind of gig- like I giggle a lot in this movie. I'm not making fun of it. I'm not laughing at it. Really? No, well, yes, some- I am. There's some, but there's silly some lines funny things, sure. man. Yeah, like just the yeah. lines and the way that the team. Chonies, like, chonies. Yeah. Oh no! What was the one? Uh, <laughs> oh, the if you're gonna kill me, you better kill me right fucking now. Like, oh my god. Oh yeah. yeah. Why is there always one aggro dude in the and group? Then, just for how, no reason. How, how savage is that? Looks like she finally shut the fuck up. Post like oh, that's oh, like there's so yeah. many things that's like. Just- after she shoots herself like oh my god it's i feel like yeah somebody someone in here was working some shit out about being bullied and just what they wish would happen to the people that bullied them Mm -hmm. i don't know there there's a certain level of just like yeah like eat shit (laughs) like none of these people are good bad ending though but that's a studio thing like the the very final moment fine with it i was just like let it happen i agree because well, you're what well, you mentioned earlier, Mitch, how like it actually felt believable, like how the events were maybe mysterious and how they actually happened. I was totally like kind of thinking in my head for the first like 20, 30 minutes. Be someone like, oh, else. Shit. Like, exactly. I thought it was the boyfriend or I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Um, but as Boozy already mentioned, like once like it pretty, pretty quick into the film, it just mentioned the ghost mm-hmm. stuff. You're like, fuck it. OK, I'm on board for a brief like minute or two. I was kind of like, oh, damn, I wish like I wish there was a bit more happening here. But. By the time the ending came, I, I it was ramps like, yeah, up and it's works. pretty savage. But what it's I'm fine. talking about, I'm not saying like I'm talking about the last f- four seconds of the movie. Like I'm not mm-hmm. talking about the, the no, climax. No, yeah. Like no, I'm talking about when that when the person like runs up and grabs the camera. It's just like hey, like that that could. But it also it fits. Oh, it's like it's obviously part. yeah. Oh, the stinger, is, you know this the stinger. <laughs> I, yeah. um, you I also with, uh, the lead. No, no. I, I also thought saying. it was uh, it was pretty cool that. They managed to, I don't know if you guys got out of this, but I, I felt like they did such a good job of maybe it was the the music or just how they presented it. But every time you saw that little blip of the Laura's like picture, you know, it's the generic like, I don't know. They did such a good job of making that feel like yeah. tense because there's that whole thing about how like they got it out of there and they're like, oh, OK, because that, that happens in the second one, too, where it's like, oh, OK, we got rid of this intrusive thing. And then you hear like the the doo doo. Like that, that sound, yeah. Yeah. which is, which is very cool that they, you know, like it always helps a movie when you can have your own like sound where you, oh, you know, yeah. when you hear that, you can think of that like instantly, like as soon as we're talking yeah. about that, I'm sure you guys can hear the same sound, right. but that, 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 uh, just having that, that profile come back, it's, the sound design is pretty inventive yeah, and that, cool. That, that like, in itself is, is cool that you're making just the fact that a random nothing account has come back to be like a tense moment because yeah, yeah. you have to. I think just that's probably yeah, and I think that's probably the biggest thing you can say about that is, like like Kyle was saying, because it's so limited in terms of this is a whole movie based around you know a, a screen to be able to to add like tense moments like that is probably why this movie works a lot is because it actually does it serves you up things well you know like it, it tries to keep things you know, engaged and fresh. Yeah, well, and the, just, all those sounds are things that are like ingrained in our memory whether we want you walk you you walked away boozy and uh some something popped up on the skype and me and kyle both looked at each other we're like fuck laura (laughs) yeah (laughs) we actually like we were laughing about because it's just like yep we both thought of like did you just think of unfriended it's like yeah (laughs) and it's good on the filmmakers because i mean that's that's an 
that's it's an really easy, inventive. Well, in some ways, it's an. I don't want to be dick, but it's an easy thing that's accessible because, like, you're like, hey, well, this thing's all gonna be on Skype. Let's right. grab all the Skype sounds and just use them because it makes sense. It's perfect, you know. Yeah. Like, it. It's but like at the same time, like you have to be like know what you're doing because anyone can do stuff like that and do just a shitty right. job of it. Well, and, yeah, and, I guess so. I, yeah, you're right. There's definitely worse ways to do it for sure, and I think it does a good job of it. Um, like, I would we can say, also say that this movie actually film, works for us. Like, I think and, the and, second film does that a bit better, though. I would say right. that's one thing we'll get you guys into. Want to talk about the second one. It, it might be time, but no, I agree with you, Boozy. It works. It it absolutely does, and I think, you know. There's little things like that that will always be effective. Like even like a searching, the movie yeah, searching. I, it's another... I like the I like this movie more than searching. And so do I. And, <laughs> and, and not yeah. even just in terms of like a suspense. A movie. Or just, yeah, I think just as a movie. movie, it's a better yeah. movie too. Well, in my opinion, mm-hmm. yeah, like and that's I know a lot of people disagree, but for me, it's I'd the, have to the fun factor. It's the fun factor of it. And um, but yeah, I I'm definitely a fan of this movie. I think it's uh it's much better than I was expecting it to be, both for when sure. it came out and it's been fun to rewatch I, yeah uh, i think for anyone who like at this point would still like they're both on netflix and canada yeah, it's just being yeah. uh like a skype movie like this this is really enjo- surprising it's yeah it's just a lot of fun but see now my issue now i'm worried about uh because there i thought that the reason i might have liked it so much is because i went in with like crazy low expectations but uh i think yeah i think we did it did a good job on that well let's move on to dark web yo hey buddy how you doing it is game night. Ow, ow. Are you ready for this? I got a new laptop. Actually new. There's a cyber cafe that I've been working at, and this computer was sitting in the lost and found for the last three or four weeks. Hang on, you stole someone's computer? I didn't steal it. Oh, yeah, okay. That's messed up. And I found this folder. It was hidden, and it automatically connects you to this thing. Dude, this is dark web. What's dark web? Part of the internet where no one can track you. It's all about drugs, illegal IDs, even assassination for hire. Hey, yeah, the dark net is mostly about the bad guys. And this computer's got videos on it, right? Check this out. I really think you should stop. Oh, God. That is real. Guys, that's what they're trading. Trade what? All those videos. We have to do something, and we have to do it now. Who's that? What's happening? Wait, guys, hold up. Where's Lex? Wait, that looks like Lex's building. No, you guys. No, 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 no. Is that Lex? <gasps> he killed Lex! Who? The ones who buy the videos, the ones who pick the girls. What the hell? They've all been watching. Oh my god. That's my mom. No! If they found Lex, can't they find the rest of us too? The pet controlled this whole time. Ah! Please leave us alone. Get out of there right now. I can hear you. Are you still Kelly, there? I can't I just see can't. you. Oh, yeah, 
so this is the second installment. I believe it came out four years afterwards. Written and directed by, had it pulled up here, blew my load a little early. Sorry, guys. Oh, yeah, this one's Steven Susco. Yeah, Steven Susco, who was also the writer on the uh, the Grudge remake. And uh, he did The Possession. Uh, the story for text. Yeah, I'm not even going to bring that up. <laughs> story story by Hellfest. Uh, he did Hellfest. And yeah, he's been attached to a few things. Yeah, Red. Uh, yeah, no, but anyways, yeah, he wrote and directed this one. And the synopsis of it is uh, teen co- a teen comes into possession of a new laptop and, assu- and soon discovers that the previous owner is not only watching him, but will also do anything to get it back. So this one goes in the direction of the title of the film, The Dark Web. How much do you guys know about the dark web? Honestly, not that much. <laughs> me neither. So I feel like they could have gotten yeah, away with I, a lot. I don't know. Like, do, do you just Google dark web and it'll take you like, no, it, it's actually, okay. I did read up on that too, is that they're like, they, they obviously aren't going to do the actual thing. No, right. uh, but, but they're not super, super far off. And the guy like Steven Susco clearly, and I remember listening to him on a podcast when this movie was coming out and he's promoting it. And uh, he put a lot like every single thing that happens in this movie is based off of like a real thing that has happened on the dark web. Wow. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. And also based on a true stories. Yeah. But this of sorts like (laughs) that's the thing I he he, the kid getting annihilated by a SWAT team can't that couldn't have actually happened. That may may, I guess maybe it could have. Oh, yeah. Actually, no, that stuff happens. Yeah. Yeah, but like, yeah, I guess that would happen, but maybe not in the way that the the virus will take over and then okay, they will know. No, like, no, 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 no. Not exactly there has been like that, swattings but... where shit's gone south. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah so let's get into it, guys. What did you think of this one? Um, okay, so I enjoyed it, but I did not enjoy it as much as the first. I liked the first more than this one. Um, I think They're the overall too. They're very different. I think the first thing I'll get, I'll start with my positives. I think the to begin with, I think this is actually um, a more like successfully made movie. Like the structure of this movie is a lot like it's well thought out, and the puzzle pieces to kind of like connect what it wants to say and what it wants to kind of like do and present on screen works really well. And you could tell that uh, Steven Susco, like like you've already mentioned, Mitch, like he clearly did his homework and had a, had a vision and a plan for this. Um, within like the series, I guess, of the unfriended universe. Uh, and it was executed like pretty well. I think there was a certain way he wanted to tell the story and he went about it in a pretty effective way. I think for me, the, honestly, the big thing here is just kind of like, I think I dislike the characters a lot and I dislike like the dialogue is really holds me back because then the first one, like it works cause it is just so campy and cheesy and it works with like how the film is presenting itself. With this, I just can't connect with any of these characters. And, like, even when I would get kind of, like, sucked into what was happening, then, like, AJ would say something just so cringe <laughs> that, like, it wasn't even funny. AJ it was just could be like, so cringe. It was just kind of, like, I don't know. Oh, man. Like, I wasn't off, taking... Off for me a little bit. And Yeah, I, I totally just, get that. Some of it is just kind of, like, really, like, edgelord shit, to be honest with you. Like, the whole crypto thing and, like... Maddie Fastwheels? I'm just kind of, <laughs> like... Hotmail.com? <laughs> this felt more of like an actual par- like this felt more like parody bait than oh. the original unfriended for me in a lot of ways and i, I parody bait yeah absolutely. That, blows, that blows me away to think like that 
like some of this stuff is really yeah just cringe unfortunately oh, i take i take a lot of it like that's i think it surprised me both times i watch it how much it sucks me into how brutal what's happening is and how what i really admired this time is that it take like i didn't even realize that the first time i watched it no one dies in the first hour of the movie right everything yeah, yeah. just happened it's like exactly at the 30 minute mark the last 30 minutes is bananas like it's fucking just bonkers uh and that's yeah. like, so going into this i don't know a lot about the dark web i just went into this uh you know thinking the same thing as the first one hopefully mm-hmm. hopefully it's good and in reality they're like pretty much on par i would say is like just like films in general uh then it'll come down to what you enjoy what you personally enjoy more and uh, i like the cynical nature of this one i like how dark it is and i Ooh, like how see, i don't like that, that yeah that's and you see different. that's where we're different like yeah. yeah, like you didn't you didn't like uh, cheap thrills as much as I do, and that movie and is I, a very I similar. Like that. I wanted to like yeah. that, but no, but it's that's very true. it's yeah. it's cynical. Um, but yeah, I thought it was just uh, really clever in a lot of ways. But with that being said, I don't know a lot about computers. I don't know a lot about like technology. <laughs> I don't know if <laughs> like, you need to though. Like, no, I don't like that's I, like, I think it makes it better for know. me. I think I think it makes I think movies like this will work better on people who are less computer illiterate than I am. That's you know, like actually I don't people. So that's why, like, I wasn't pulled out ever when there would be like little like sometimes I was like, is that a real app? Can you actually do that? And then, of course, like memories galore came back of this. The sound clip days of using the Arnold Schwarzenegger prank (laughs) call soundboard. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God, man, somebody. I, and that's why it had to be one of my friends because we all did it. But my mom received a call one night when I would dude, I was a child and someone, someone did this to my mom and it, it actually pissed me off so badly that I was crying. I was like 12 years old when it happened, but someone used the phone booth, uh, voice thing on my mom, like saying that she, they had a laser pointed at her chest. And like, this was dude, this was like two that this was 2002 that happened. Uh, but and then she explained and then I went to the computer. I was like, did it sound like this? And I played the phone booth clips and she's like, oh, yeah, that's exactly it. But like she thought it was real. She called the police and everything. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's that. See, that's no. savage. Whereas when that. me, when me and my friends, we'd call people on Kijiji or sorry, the, in the yellow, like the newspaper, the Star Phoenix, we'd find people selling shit and we'd be like, it's not a tumor <laughs> or who is your daddy and what does he do? Come on, like, Kyle. This is this is prime stuff to do. Don't act like you're better than this. Did you I, do that shit, Boozer? Yeah, hell yeah, I did. Like the the Arnold soundboard was a classic around yeah. around our parts. Same with the. Do you smell what the rock is cooking? I'm pretty sure there was a rock soundboard. Yeah, yeah. and like, there's a lot of wrestlers. Was, that was what we had to do. We prank calls were still fun to do. Or we would do the ones where. Did you guys have the one where you could, uh, like type stuff in and then oh, you God. could get it to Texas call. Team. Yeah, and and then it would like it would actually call them for you, but you could like listen to it. <laughs> oh, I never did that. Yeah, I mean, I would, and it, I would just cruise down Eighth Street with a megaphone, yelling, "It's time to party." That's pretty much all I do. Right. Yeah. See, the millennials. Yeah. <laughs> Different. Yeah. What did you guys think? This is a weird grab. I don't even know what Boosie's thought of the movie yet. Though. Oh yeah, so nobody asked Sorry. me. It's because you're yeah. still kind of blurry right now. But yeah, we don't. It's, not sure how am I still blurry? It's, it's my okay. It's, all, it's been like that the whole time. Is it blurry? <laughs> actually, it actually is. But it's better. Oh, it's better than it was mine. before. No, okay. yeah. But either way, you like your puddle of mud. So we're we're Gucci, baby. Right, Let's right. go. Um, <laughs> don't make me start singing. 
Um, I'm actually, I just want to say that, yeah, I probably liked this movie the least out of the way you guys are talking. Like, I really did not like this movie. I really? understand. Yeah, I understand that it, it, it's it's definitely well made and I, I like the ambition of it. It was just, yeah, the, the characters were so blunt and I really didn't have that much fun getting to know them or really caring what happened to them. It was totally. just... It just it kind of going through the motions of like, okay, what are you going to do next on this guy's computer? Like, it's one of those things where you, and that, obviously that's what a movie wants to get you to do, is you're like, everything tells you to do no, but your character always does yes to keep it progressing. But it, it literally just feels like, why, why stop it? Stop fucking with right. other people's stuff. Um, <laughs> maybe that's and just we, like an old person thing in me. And, but it just, <laughs> and, and also, I just, my lawn. <laughs> yeah. And, and I guess like, I, I kind of knew, I knew that this wasn't connected to the first one, which is kind of a shame because they set up some really fun, interesting things that probably Laura sure. Barnes could have fucked around with in the Laura Barnes verse. Like I loved the, the whole, um, what would it be a uh, text to speech thing that he had had set up with his girlfriend who's who's deaf that that whole thing there there's th- that the, is that whole thing is primed for something spooky to happen oh man that's the only part and, of the movie i don't like and and you know what the crazy part is they never really have like a good payoff for it that i yeah the uh, no the, because the only way that it would work is if she was deaf and how she ends up in that warehouse at the end that wouldn't right. have happened if she wasn't deaf like it's that just, is the payoff Right. I, I don't know. I think it's 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 kind of boring sometimes watching stuff like that where there's so many moving parts. Like I liked how in the first one they were all sitting there. So it was kind of you were actively involved in all these what these people are doing. Where in this one, it's like uh, you have to take my word for it. I'm in a car right now and it's right. really busy out. And I have your girlfriend, I think, you know, like I'm stuff a, like that. And it's kind of thriller it's a, guy, though, too. I know. And, like, and there's it's, a lot it's of like, cliche it's, it's things dude in it. sitting there being like, and you know what? Maybe that is like if you're more interested in that. But it's just I don't know, hearing about all that. And then you're just watching this guy who's like knows nothing about computers. But all of a sudden his buddy's like hacking a thing which i thought was another cool thing is like that that like a laura barnes thing could have worked for and i'm not trying to say all those things should have been adapted that way but like the how they hacked that thing to kick him out of the their server thing like their one buddy kind of knew how to do that and they had to like keep him on the line for a certain like i thought like that kind of hackerish stuff like you kept them under under the railway like because they're using the train and yeah, she'd all, lose service. She the, knew that she would lose service if she went on the train. So she yeah, he, direct, he directed like all, her to go the, on the train. The stuff like that, like it's it's interesting and it's stuff that keeps you going. Like, oh, this, that's cool. That it's happening, but at the same time, I don't know. It's just it was kind of like whatever. And you're right. Like maybe it is because it takes so long for anyone to have anything really happen to them where it just it feels like your stakes are so low oh, for so long oh i felt it was so intense from like really? honestly to get go i and that's why i think this is it's weird but uh yeah no i that's totally understandable like right. all your guys's gripes are totally i just did not see that coming like i'm stoked that you guys right. like the first one so much but yeah like they're in reality like these movies are very much on par for me and i i like them both and what i do like about them not so- going completely different like they're they're not that's what i like about it i don't i I, and that's what i you know what they did the laura barnes thing i am and as much as you wanted more of that i like them trying i like knowing that the next unfriended isn't going to be about the dark web or ghost yeah i'm with you on that mitch i think i think that is actually like a huge plus for this movie i don't necessarily needed like laura barnes part two but 
I think what did work with that is that there was kind of like this central theme that connected everyone. Yeah, Not that I yeah. loved every character from the first movie, but the fact well, that they were you all feel bad for these characters, like especially like uh, well, I don't know. I guess I personally felt bad for like his friends because mm-hmm. it all happened because of him. Like he brought them all yeah, into it. Right. But then, I, he, then this, like we don't really know what this guy is like. Is he is, a, is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? Should we even yeah. care oh, about him? He stole a computer. So that yeah, that is good. I like I like the fact that they have to kind of be like puppets for somebody else like the, the whole thing of them having to like play cards against humanity but while trying not late, to though. that happened too late in the game i think i thought that was no but like it was a very cool i thought that was a very not cool but like it was, that oh. was a fun scene and i thought it was done I really well too, yeah. and and it's stuff like that where like yeah i totally get that like unfriended one there's no way you could have a scene like that just because of how your threat is versus this one which i thought right, was really right, cool right. And and like Mitch is right, like I don't maybe I didn't need like another Laura Barnes, but I think it would have been easier to write off a bunch of stuff if you once again just had like spooky Skype ghosts. You know, it it just it it you can write off so much that way. It's like, like I guess a, the setup in this movie is kind of confusing. I mean, like not that it has to be like a mastermind piece of writing, but I think it's just confusing on where it wants to necessarily go. Because yeah. it's like okay, like is it going in a place where it's like he's paying for what he's done? He's done something bad. He stole this laptop. Is he paying for it? And he's he's paying a huge price for something small. And it's just kind of like a, you know, a, a misery on screen. I think it's a little bit of that. But then it ends up not really going that direction. There's nothing really like there's no connective tissue for like why everything is connected and why maybe I should care about everything happening. Right. There's right. some moments that are really engaging and keep me like wrapped up in what's happening. Um. But I think overall, I just needed a little bit more like I need a little bit more oomph on like why I should care for someone like uh, he's not likable enough for to carry it. I guess exactly. I mean, you're supposed to to, you're supposed to care about I can't remember his girlfriend's name. I know you're supposed to care about her, but there is a little bit of like she is like when you're introduced to them, she's freaking out at him in sign language. So 99 percent of your audience has no idea what she's saying. But, so like it, it's hard to build up a character that way where you're gonna want to care about her, right? Like it's well, I didn't give a shit if she got on the train or not. Like, sure, it could, it could be more difficult. I I just think it was the movie. Maybe you know, like I saw we already said, isn't like that they, the, isn't this the plot of Euro Trip? <laughs> it's somewhat similar to Euro Trip. <laughs> they could have just given her a little bit more, like. They on purpose decided to have her not a part of the call, which honestly I think was maybe the first problem in the first place. Like I right. think they maybe we needed to like have the rest of the cast care about her. There is one line where it's like, oh, is so and so gonna join? Yeah, they they feel but so disconnected. It. it feels like he's on like a third date with her and they don't know she exists. Exactly. That, that it, it, exactly. Like she doesn't feel part of the and that's maybe that's what I mean is like yeah, you don't right. get to connect with her enough. Like at least have like a fucking i don't know a, a picture of her on one of your sign-ins or something or like a picture yeah, of you guys sure. from a group trip from a year ago just two seconds that l- lets us know you guys have met each other more than once and, and i see i'm i think i'm in he the seems like a clinger the whole time like all i got <laughs> is that he's a weird clingy dude i'm in the rare minority i think of i like i've I think in the way that you guys almost feel like defending unfriended, like I, I took dark web quite seriously. Like it actually, like a lot of things worked for me. Like most of it worked for me. I actually liked the main character. I didn't like him, but I was okay with watching him right. because yeah, I yeah. thought he was good at generating tension. Like I, I, I thought that he, he was a good, like frenetic and erratic person. Um, and the, the no, timing. I, I do give, yeah. I will give him that. I, I, like, I didn't, I didn't think he was a bad actor. 
Yeah, no, I didn't for, think he was a bad actor. Yeah. No, and for the most part, I think the acting is much better, for sure, better in this one than the first one. Absolutely, it's, it's better. But the thing but... is, it's because they're a couple years older. You expect more for them, more from them. I think right. it was That's what it true. is too. That's fair. But I just uh, my like overall thoughts to close up here is like for myself. Like I just I love how I, the last half hour is just balls to the wall. Speaking of which, um, Charon's fucking uh, little server room, his little gaming station at the very end, a total missed opportunity not having a balls energy drink there. Like you needed to have because that place looked like was that what was that LVR? No, LVR Games was the arcade. What was the? Uh, campus the cafe, or campus Cove. yeah, campus Cove. Cove. yeah, where everyone would go and play uh, Battlefield. On yeah. computers and pay yeah. for it and buy fifteen balls energy drinks. Fuck. Yeah, I would. I, don't, I think. To go I think. That. Yeah, I think that the the school shooter or the, not the school shooter the shooter plot is <laughs> what. Sorry. Well, that that's a whole plot. It's a whole arc in the movie. Like when he, they when he fucks with the one character's computer and he has a YouTube channel and like a podcast or whatever and right, he right. like when he pieces all of the the words together. And like says like that call was made ten minutes ago. I like I think that scene is really really well done, and I I really like yeah. it. And I guess in I, theory, so, yeah, it's a cool it's a cool idea. I thought it was executed really well too. Like just even though it is cheesy, like it's corny, but we're talking right. about a sequel to a movie that had an internet ghost. If I'm being honest, so, I don't, like I'm not taking that it that seriously. I don't think it's that corny. I think when it actually, the gun cocks and he turns well, the volume up. Oh man, I was like, fuck! Like even yesterday, I was oh, like, that's yeah, super smart. It's nuts. It's it's, it's, a, it's silly, but it's not like I wouldn't call like it, it like I wouldn't call it goofy. It's, if anything, it's no. a little over the top, and that's fine. I think yeah. that stuff probably works the most in this movie. I think maybe I just wanted a bit more of that because since I couldn't connect with the characters, I was looking for something to kind of keep my attention, you know, grappled with them what the story was talking right. about. I don't know. I, I guess all in all, like the idea of like the dark web and like this secret organization or whatever, like I think that is a decent idea. And I think that was probably presented as well as it could have as far as my knowledge of that shit. And I think it worked pretty good in this movie. And I think at the end of the day, it just comes down to the way how I couldn't really imagine how also would it went. I think from the get-go, I was like, hey, this isn't supernatural. There is some realism here. But even the realism was a little bit weird with, like, these glitchy shadows. So, like, See, that's if I had oh, one issue with yeah. the movie. Didn't even that, talk about yeah. that. If I had one issue so, with the movie, it would be that, like, he's got the the phone thing that make him look like he's the singer of all the remains or something <laughs> I, okay that yeah. was the one part I, I didn't understand and thought was really corny because like I thought <laughs> the idea I just can't think like how am I supposed to even know what I want to get into because do I want to get supernatural or do I want to do I want to like try to piece this together and it's not that the movie has like a weird tone like it's totally consistent for the most part but at the same time, but the first one, I liked how we were like, hey, we're ghosts and we're moving on and it's going to be ghosty. Yeah. Ghosts this can one, do whatever they want. This one was like, hey, I we're going to keep it. killer little, anger was cool. Well, it's like, well, let's keep it a little bit ambiguous. Let's be a little bit more like, you know, let's have some a, an interesting plot line. But if you if there's no love for like who's on screen, if I don't care if anyone dies, then like I care way I'm, more about these people than the first movie. <laughs> way more oh, i don't know the first movie it was like i almost none wanted of these people are die, and that people. was interesting to watch yeah that's that is true right. yeah when you're actively cheering for them to die which yeah. i guess i still did that in in this one but yeah for the reasons that 
You know, it's a movie that it's just it's destined to fall into a lot of trappings that, you know, are found in movies like this, especially yeah. with the, the the format that it's being presented in. I think that part of it is fine. I think the way it's presented is good. And I actually think like, well, it starts off how every single movie should. Oh, my God. With the, with the Mac update. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so happy you brought this up. Did anyone else think of the Jason? J- uh, what is it? Is it Jason? Joseph, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, a uh, vehicle Don John. Oh, I love that movie. Where his, he, my body, my pad, my ride, <laughs> yes. my family, my church, my boys, my girls, and my porn. Yeah, and my dark web. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh wow, yeah, very similar. Um, yeah, uh, about that. So uh, yeah, I guess I just I like the the really cynical nature of this movie, and I, it might just be because the the mood. I, I don't know. I shouldn't justify it. I like I like the movie. Uh, can I, so, can uh, I ask you guys what would be your dark web power? Because I do like the one that like dark web power. Well, okay, he had dark web power of like you could erase messages whenever you wanted. Oh yeah, and then okay. there was dark web power of like you become a hologram as soon as yeah, you enter, yeah. or, like you become a Porygon what or whatever Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, no, I yeah. See, like, stuff like that, it was, like, it was easier for me to be, when it was a ghost, to just be, like, oh, okay, ghost stuff. Because, like, it was, like... All of them had internet coming from a potato in the first one. I I just love the, like, I love to think about that this dude who, like, had set this up, like, had his phone and was doing the shit while driving places or, like, going places. He was following the girl. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I dude, don't. I can barely, I can barely, like, text somebody without a, a spelling error. And this dude's literally, like, ending people's lives by editing See, audio. I, yeah, and I, well, I looked at it, obviously, it's a little more far-fetched. But as, like, a, even a Mr. Brooks thing or, like, a like a serial killer type story. Right. Because it kind of yeah, leans okay. you in that direction. Because oh, yeah, you're totally. thinking that you're finding, uh, like, just a bunch of videos of this person's murders. And then I like the angle. I think the real emotional hook of the movie, what you're supposed to care about which doesn't work because we never see her until the end <laughs> is the the person who they save like or save oh, sorry I just forgot air quotes that entirely I, yeah, yeah it's true but dude, <laughs> I don't know I I like how they spun everything around on these kids and then like the like I love how the sure, that's the guy who's yeah. in the music studio gets hung like I think that's a pretty gnarly death just because it's like it's kind of savage like it's yeah no I agree I think the fact that it came to like it being a whole ruse on them and they like they were doomed from the beginning yeah that is that that's a good that's a good hook but like the like what was her name <laughs> what was the girl's name i can't remember now but the the emma, like you said, emma something yeah like when that finally happens i was like oh do we care about this is this actually like an emotive beat she had a, like, a hole drilled in her head oh, and that was that was over the top because the rest of the movie didn't really have that and then when that came i was like yo this is i don't know well, and see, I kind of like I smiled at it, like just because I was like, and I don't think that's the goal either. Like, I don't know if they were waiting. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, to do you want to smile right there? Well I, if, well, I was smiling in the way where I'm like, fuck, like this is rank. Like they they go because and knowing yeah. that all this stuff has happened and does happen, mm. like that's just a lobotomy. But like when they pour oh, hot water. Oh, just a lobotomy. Just a regular. <laughs> no, no, but like those these are all real things that happen. And that's why sometimes horror movies take it too far when they dabble with realism but the thing about this movie what i think makes it work is because it's so surreal like yes this stuff has happened and even like you know uh the the snuff videos that you see near the beginning and like when they find those canisters and those those women and they're like those things have all happened 
and yeah. like they they happen and it's I something think, you don't want to think about a lot it's a good it's a good concept and like it's an interesting like subject matter to tackle i don't think the movie does a bad job of it like like i said from the get-go i actually think this movie's well put together and like the research that the team actually did clearly pays off in this film i just think they kind of forgot about the characters and like in the process of doing that unfortunately mm-hmm. Um, and I will just say to throw in one like little thing about, especially about like talking about Unfriended One, is my girlfriend was was studying while I was watching both these movies back to back. She stopped what she was doing to watch Unfriended with me because she was like that interested in it. <laughs> and then when Unfriended Two and it's like one Unfriended Two came on, she's like, "Oh, there's no spooky ghost." And I was like, "No, none, none whatsoever." And she. <laughs> quit watching but i I just want to say like as a testament to the fact that she had no interest in watching unfriended but it literally sucked her in with like all the stuff that was happening i think that's that's a testament to like overall like a good movie if if someone who had no interest in even being like watching this stopped what they were doing to watch a movie like that's like a great compliment you can give any movie it's almost like unfriended one is kind of like the eminem show and Mm -hmm. Unfriended 2 is kind of like Recovery. You know what I mean? No, it's Encore. No, it's Recovery. Recovery is the (laughs) sellout one. Exactly. This is a million times more savage than the first one. No, I'd say it's Toilet Recovery, if we're being honest with ourselves here. Okay. It's almost like I I like both movies, so unfortunately I can't beat up your movie. I like both. (laughs) We don't have to beat up each other's movies. It's almost like Unfriended Unfriended 1 is like uh, Bring It On 3, Fight to the Finish. And Unfriended 2 is actually like Bring It On 2. Bring It On Again. So, you know. It's more Bring It On, but. It's more Bring It On. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know where we're. Let's close up shop here, boys. Either way, yeah, this didn't disappoint. Well, I guess it is disappointing knowing that you guys didn't really care for the second one as much. But I, I would uh, still recommend it. I would say, to be honest, here's one thing I'll take away from all of this. I actually want more Unfriended. To be completely honest, I was oh, gonna yeah. say, do you think one. there's going to be an Unfriended three? And Absolutely. where could it go? Where? Because I know what would dark. they unfriend next? Oh yeah, <laughs> could we're, be. A- Maybe they'll they go cancel back. next. Oh, they should go back in time and do like Neopets or RuneScape. <laughs> that would be kind of sick. Like a, like a, a retro no, 2000s or retro. Or how about like even just like a Club Penguin? You don't have to go that far back oh, in time. Okay. Habbo Hotel. Sure. Yeah, or we have Habbo Hotel serial killer. Be real, Boozy. Were you the person who invented that meme about the Limp Biscuit uh, LimeWire file? <laughs> Was that? Did you? I, you know, I wish I had created all the the LimeWire memes just to express that, like, hey guys, it's okay if you got catfished into a, a three different Soldier Boy songs that are all <laughs> the same song. Like it happens. Sometimes yeah. you want in the club, and it's you know you it's just hear that. you like yeah, right off the you know like, you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I. Uh, I get the, the, the I laughed the, my ass off at that meme. The, did you guys ever get the the Bill Clinton one? Oh, yeah. Up I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> All the like, time. Why? Who Who is encoding these? Being like, yo, someone's going to try and download this song, and they're going to get this, and they're going to laugh. It's brilliant. It's honestly brilliant. Yeah. It's funnier oh. every time you hear it. I, I do hope we get more Unfriended. I would say if you enjoy the first one, which I honestly think most folks will, I would still watch the second. I think it's worth watching. And, and I've I'll also told... I've told people to watch Dark Web who hadn't seen the original. Like, honestly, the person who I had watched both these movies, like the Dark Web with, hadn't seen the original and really enjoyed it. Also, so, the, 
the first uh, Unfriended movie, there's a, a penis on the, in there. So there's that. Yeah, in the chat roulette. Chat no, roulette. see, Kyle, you might you oh. might have watched the. There's a censored version. I watched it on Netflix. I don't know which version it was. Oh, that reminds me though. There is apparently two endings to Dark Web. Oh, uh, I think there's oh. more than that too. Yeah, I'm pretty no, there's sure there's more. like five. And, yeah, we yeah. didn't even mention that. We're no, like a couple I of still, fucking Nimrods. I still haven't seen them, and that's why. Like, this was one that, like, I remember Diego and I really liked this movie when it came out. So, like, we were both talking about wanting to get the Blu-ray to get the because they had all five endings on it. Wow. Okay. Um, well, they did. I, they did the thing like know. Clue, where there was two versions given to every theater, so it was going to be different wherever you went to. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Either way, I want more Unfriended. <laughs> I want I more do. of this shit. I do too. Give it to me, baby. Okay. I and I just what, want more Laura Barnes spookies. Are we like, going to go see The Forever Purge? No, What's I'm that? not. I didn't even know that it existed. No, and like, it comes what? out tomorrow. The no, they're not getting... What they're, it's apparently no. the final one. Oh, my God. This and, looks... The poster for this is oh, psychotic. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not trying to... I'm not trying to shit on because we've talked about this before, but, like, I feel like The Purge turned into Saw, where it was just like, oh, they're putting out another one, huh? Like, it, it just, uh, it just keeps happening. has even less good ones. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But uh, like, do you remember where like it just like saw movies just kept coming, but yeah, nobody real? else like yeah, yeah but like okay. nobody paid attention. So many people love these purge movies, and that's why like I'm like people like them. That's cool. They just the second one I think was the only one that really did anything. Oh, I, I liked the last one too. I forgot about that. I don't know. That said, the only reason much... I saw it, the only reason I saw it is because it was made by Blumhouse, and I was told that there was going to be a Halloween poster in the movie, and there was. <laughs> I don't know. I think the purge is always like it's a good like blog post idea, but never a good movie idea. Yeah, exactly I just I can't it. believe exactly that it. they got that much gas or like steam out of that one idea. Like it's I mean, good for them, I guess. I know I Tara, really good for my them, sister just watched the original for the first time and she fucking loved it. And she yeah, said it, re- it wrecked her because she's like it, she said that a lot of it has. To, she's like, it's because of my parent. Like it has to be. <laughs> but I was like, it's also because you don't know cinema. Oh god! <laughs> no, I think I think the first one is just this cool idea of like a little like home invasion movie, but after that, it turned into like Avenged Sevenfold Monster Energy Drink, and all of a sudden, like everybody uh, had election Tuesday, year was the worst. Like, I've seen them all yet. Yeah, the ele- all of a sudden, like Mad Max so shit instantly. They went from like this tiny home invasion to Mad Max. Like they turned into commercials with blood. Like they yeah. look like uh, yeah. cell phone commercials in Ibiza. <laughs> <laughs> Pick up and yeah, I got you. <laughs> Have you guys heard the the older uh yeah the old dirty bastard song that's in fucking like Tide commercials now? No. <laughs> no. Which yeah. one? Uh oh fuck, I'll have to find it for you. But like it's like it's weird hearing rap music where you're expecting like all the other lyrics and it's just like about cleaning household items. Right. Yeah. yeah that is that's the kind of energy I'm looking for in twenty twenty one though, if I'm being honest. That's fair. I'm with you on that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, all right well let's wrap up wrap up shop here boys uh thank you everyone for listening it sounds like uh sounds like these are some divisive movies but everyone uh, is leaving here with something we I'm all feel- we all enjoyed all happy i'm feeling yeah. pretty happy shout out unfriended i will plug a couple things before we end today or today um by now by the time by the time this episode comes out we, I should still have uh, the first ever dynamic video imaging film grant 
up at dynamicvideoimaging.com. That's my production company. I don't talk about it too much on the show here, but myself and Gavin, we've put out a $1,000 grant fund uh, for mentorship and cash to an emerging BIPOC filmmaker based in Saskatchewan. So if that applies to you or if you know someone who might be interested, please apply. The submission submission deadline is July 31st. Hopefully this episode comes out before that. Uh, Mm -hmm. But even if it doesn't, whatever. Uh, And the last thing I'll mention is I was recently on my buddy uh, Zach Tennant's podcast called uh, Formatted to Fit Your Screen. Not a horror podcast, just a kind of typical movie podcast. Very uh, casual and fun and a really good conversation. And me and Zach talked about one of my favorite movies, uh, Wes Anderson's Rushmore. So that was a, a fun chat. I would check that out. That should be out what, as well. Why is that? I can't, I couldn't find it. Like the only, only the first three episodes are up on Spotify. It's a brand new show. He just started it. Yeah. But okay. So your episode's not out yet though. It should be right coming now. out July 2nd. Okay. You, that's what I was meaning. Do yeah. you mention horror at all? Like, is there two seconds where you're like, yeah. Do you mention that you have a podcast called the terror table? I do. Yeah. I do mention oh, that. Are we wow. secret shame? I do. Yeah. Plug- that's what I was. I was more so interested to find out if he was even going to mention us. <laughs> I, I talked about it, guys. You know, I, I maybe went, he's going to try and infiltrate this one and leave us in the dust. I went I went straight forward and I said, you know what? Sorority Row really got me into horror and it's it's yes. it's stuck with me ever since. That's the you shit still, like. you're still chapped about that. Hey, I think I've, I think if I watch it again, I'd like it more. I think <laughs> I forget about that movie every time. There was a bubble bath scene or like a bubble. OK, I yeah, that was stop, 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 stop. Oh, I right. Yeah. I watch it. Maybe I will. Nope. Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys. Uh, also, yeah, Kyle, that shit is really dope. What you're yeah. doing with DVI and congratulations to you guys. And that's just wicked that you guys are doing something with your platform and your your experience with the the industry and the various filmmaking that you guys have done together. It's really cool to see you guys doing something uh, something so fresh and you know helpful to the art scene here to thank creatives because. There, there's nothing here. You, you know better than anyone that it's very difficult to get stuff made here. Yeah, um, I just want someone to like make something that they are happy with. You know, I want someone to make something that's special to them. That's about it. Yeah, and maybe have a little bit of a resource to pull from that they didn't have before, and that's what you guys are providing. So that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah. So check out Dynamic Video Imaging Corporation on Instagram and Facebook. I don't know if you do. You guys have Twitter? We do have Twitter. It's DVI Corp on Twitter. It's cool. a little barren, Shout but, you know, DVI Corp. It's, it's there. Sounds very professional. Well, you know, I supposed to sound like a VHS scam was kind of what I envisioned, but what can you do? <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. Well, we will see you guys next time on the terror table. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>